Hey everybody, welcome to episode 26 of Video Game Apocalypse. Much like the letdown after a holiday, we're still recovering from our 25th episode, which was probably much longer than this one will be, and more exciting, but don't lose hope. Uh, we've got a pretty good cast today. I, as always, am your host, Mike Oraparas. With me in the kitchen Woo! studio are... Uh... Fast Fingers, Eddie McGuffin. And also joining us, a true rarity on this show, is... Uh, Fast Fingers, George McAffrey. Or Brett Elston, Elston. as you're more commonly known. McCaffrey and you're Michael Elston. Grimm. I should probably should have corrected they you. They know. Yeah, they do know. They do know. <laughs> they didn't say it right. Um, Bort. 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 And, of course, the inimitable... Uh, Chris, the male booty in Teaston. Nice. Yes. Cheap podcast name. Uh, I like I like the self assigned nickname. That's always uh, <laughs> T Bone. That's no, always something that sticks. T Bone. They like, call, me, call me Chris the Male Booty Antista. Yeah. Or C Murder. It's up C to murder. you. <laughs> it's up to you. If you if this nickname, was the, a nickname picks you. This was the late eighties. You'd be C Ice. C Ice. Be I C Ice Tista. I see you. Yeah. My name's Chris Antista, but my friends call me Maverick. <laughs> Mom, my name's Maverick, not Chris. <laughs> you know, there's some kid out there who did that. Mom yelling at the name written <laughs> on his idiot. lunch bag. Uh-huh. Told you. <laughs> my name's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I only drink the Hershey box, not actual Hershey chocolate milk. He's got his PE t-shirt uh, on, Maverick. <laughs> you ruined my reputation at school, Mom. It says Rouge Leader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't join the makeup team with this. <laughs> Don't think I'm pretentious. Oh man, I uh, adopted your nerd voice. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of nerd shit, hi. Um, hey, this whole thing. Yeah, this whole thing. <laughs> but mostly this episode because there have been a couple of interesting developments in the kaiju world mm. lately. Uh, we've had not only Pacific Rim and that other uh, Laser Time show that was based on Pacific Rim oh, or yes. inspired by it. Giant monster fighting. Yes, thank you. But also at Comic-Con the other week, they unveiled the first trailer for the new Godzilla movie. And in other words, there's a new Godzilla movie coming. Hey. I still is the trailer out? No. No, it's not out. It was, it, was just a, it was just a Comic-Con. Yeah, you did get to go to the exhibit, though. I went to the Godzilla experience. Uh, is this where I'm going to tell the story? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so Comic-Con is always a show where I almost get kicked out every year. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, I tried to play by the rules more. Um, but even when I oh god, even the last day, oh my god. Anyway, uh, just the Monday before we got on the flight, I had to like go pick up pictures from our booth, and even then they're like, it's not the right badge. I'm like, it's the badge. And I just already got in an argument the moment I even got there. Hate it so much. They had this Godzilla exhibit. So what it was, and I only heard about it after the fact. Like we, Wednesday, it already happened. So now it's Thursday. Like, wait, Legendary Pictures has a, like an off-site Godzilla experience where they have like the the Millennium suit from Godzilla mm-hmm. 2000. They've got all these old photos and old a prop stuff. from the original movie, right? No, there's all, there was a lot of stuff there that like well, there was the actual prop suit that they used in all those movies. But then there was also just like old toys, and, mm-hmm. and it was made to look like a Tokyo Street. And I was like, what the hell am I not doing there? So I go to the booth, and it's like, okay, to do this, it's the most David Cross line to get tickets or line to get beer thing where it's like, no, to go there, you can't just show up at the experience. You have to go to the legendary booth at a specific time to get a ticket. Then you take that ticket has a time. You come back to the booth to get a badge. You then take the badge mm-hmm. to the off-site 15-minute walk away thing on 7th and J to the experience where you then stand in line 
for the actual line all along and wait another 45 minutes could to go. not go off-site and stand in the line for the experience, yeah. even though it was out in the public. To go and then go all of that for what a, what a, at, I tried Thursday, got a badge, was for a time that we were in a Street Fighter panel, so I couldn't go. I'm like, damn it, that sucks. Well, I'll just oh. do it Saturday. Saturday, got the complete runaround. No one knows what. No one knows what's going on. Come back at one. Come back at two. No, we're out. Well, maybe come back at four. No, we're out. Actually, lol. I'll try Saturday. I'll try Sunday. Go Sunday. I get there at nine thirty in the morning. I'm like, when are you doing those? Uh, probably noon. Come back at noon. No, we're out. You haven't even started! <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, no, no, they haven't done it yet. And I'm just like, God damn it. Uh, and then it finally, like, I just, I literally just, like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to stand here. I'm not leaving. I will just stand here and be that person because this is the last time, the last day they'll ever do this thing. Mm-hmm. And no one has given me an answer. And I hate to be that person. It's like, when are you going to give out the free thing? But it's just, it's a thing I really want to see. We tried really hard. To, like, and I tried four days. Four days to no, do no, that. I took your shift a time or two. Like, I know, and you covered me so I could to try, make it happen. To try to do this. So anyway, long, longest story fucking ever. And Comic-Con sounds so great. <sighs> and th- all this did was teach me never stand in line for anything. Yeah. None of it is ever worth no. it. It's so ephemeral never. and meaningless. Don't ever do it. Well, mm-hmm. that's, so, this isn't fun. So well, when I finally get to the damn thing, it's like, I open the door. I took a bunch of pictures. It was like, oh, cool. There's the Godzilla suit. Mm-hmm. It's done up like a beat-up Tokyo street couple of hidden things on the walls. Here's like a TV mural with all these. I did a vine of that where it's like all the... Oh, it was the, all the old TVs. It's all these old 4x3, like yeah. really, really like 50s style TVs with a bunch of blinking images of old Godzilla movies on it. So that was cool. There was this exhibit of like all these tattered paper, like trash and comic book pages done up in like a, a tornado effect, but like kind of locked in, in frame. So that was kind of neat. And I'm taking pictures, and I turn around, and in, in you know, kind of tucked in the corner, intentionally uh, diminished is statue of the probably new Godzilla, and it was teased ahead of time. And I'm like, where is that thing? And I finally saw it. The moment I go to take a picture, the lights, oh no, we're under attack! And then now they they immediately grab everyone, and you have to run out of this like carefully crafted loving homage to Godzilla that I'm like really trying to soak up. It's 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 why I was here. Mm-hmm. It's what I spent four days accumulated, probably close to five hours of. <laughs> right to see this thing in there for about five to six minutes Aww. maximum and then whisked out so you can walk through this like six flag style psh, shooting snow and ice at you or oh no the pipe broke and then flip Godzilla's all the Godzilla's ice breath yeah and he's oh no you're inside the mission control here's a bunch of switches flip him and then like the moment anyone pushes any button it doesn't do anything everyone now it's like now it's like 18 people standing in a tiny tiny room going I don't what are we supposed to be doing oh no now everyone over to the elevator and you get in the elevator and it's faking you going up and I'm like okay whatever and then the door opens on the other side and there's like tactical dudes they're like come on get in here everybody turn off the lights turn off the thing and it's now it's a faked out uh office building and there's like two cubes with lamps and the the behind the shades are is a giant screen that's meant to look like you're looking deep into a city that's rain your your you know skyscraper level do wallflowers video yeah i guess a little bit of an old reference yeah i guess <laughs> uh, one headline like, do you hate me or you just don't understand the wallflowers godzilla video for david chris Bobby's why Heroes? don't we just take a walk around this town and let the cops chase us around thank you oh wait yes. no that's the gin blossoms. blossoms i'll Fuck take me. it though it's, yeah. it's bob dylan's son jacob dylan yes. yeah Jake Dill. i know i know wallflowers but i just the, the movie i have erased all we can be it. heroes oh yes oh god we could be heroes it was the most that guy ever sounded like his dad in yeah. that david bowie cover mm. 
but Ruined behind that. that is it's just supposed to look like you're in the you're in a city when it's raining. Like be quiet, don't draw any attention. And then slowly, this giant Godzilla from the new movie walks by, and like they've they're shaking the floor, and it's kind of just set up like this. He's walking by everyone, keep quiet. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. And then he like turns to the screen and does his roar, and it's the Godzilla roar, the sound of the glove going down the. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, that whole thing, and it's like, okay, this is a nice, authentic thing. And then he, and then they're like, okay, thank you, you've done the Godzilla experience. All told, about twelve minutes, and it's just like, god damn it! Like the thing, I, the thing I wanted to do was soak in that room, and the fact that it will just be trashed. And right now, it's probably in seventeen different graveyards right now, and dumps <laughs> everywhere. Junk, junkyards, gone back to its no, home in no, Planet Hollywood. I think there's probably some bones in there. Anaheim, Planet yeah. Hollywood, just sitting there in a wall. Yeah, it's just like, what? where did all that go? It's just going to be gone forever. And it's, meanwhile, this was like this very cute, lovingly created thing. And like, yeah, you know, you ushered in people for 20 minutes at a time, but like, it's Shame just, it's just gone forever country. now. And it's just sad. And But for what it's worth, that Godzilla, for what it's worth on topic for this episode, at last, mm-hmm. is that the Godzilla, the new Godzilla model looks really cool. It's not an iguana thing. It's nothing like the 98 movie. It's very, the silhouette is Godzilla. The spikes mm-hmm. are there. He's got more of a crocodile appearance. He's got the bumps on his side and his the back. The other one, but though. more no, that's more of an iguana look. But is the pathos yeah. Godzilla? Uh, <laughs> definitely. He has the plight of a radioactive lizard. Excellent. <laughs> but I, I am reassured by certain things that I read about the new movie that mm-hmm. Brian Cranston's in it, and that he yes. apparently had a lot of reservations about being in a movie this big. But he said it's it's more it feels more like working on a smaller movie that and and the director says this is a passion project. I'm basically being allowed to do whatever I want by the studio. So and that dude directed Monster him. and it, that was Monsters, Monsters different, Charlie's di- their own different movie, mm-hmm. hit yeah. killer movie. Uh, it was a and, and that was cute. It was it was a nice like like monster movie that slowed things down. Mm. Gave you characters to somewhat care about, but you were there watching because you heard there was big monsters in it. And then when you see them, you're like, oh, neat. And then they kind of give a reason why the monsters are doing what they're doing. And then there's a very cool scene, if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, yeah, near the end, mm-hmm. that like almost humanizes these very terrifying things. And you're like... They make them look like Jurassic Park here. Yeah, for a moment you can see the magic of like, mm-hmm. wow, that's a like extraterrestrial creature or some mm. kind of you know supernatural thing that exists in our world and that's crazy and if he can bring that to Godzilla and not mm. only bring me a character that I actually give a shit what happens to but also like make people see maybe what I see in my distorted 10 year old stunted mind when I look at Godzilla I really feel like wrestlers in Halloween costumes is what your 10 year old mind it is but there's still just this inherent thing to that character that I don't think this is part of also my problem with like I don't know that Godzilla ever should be revisited in any form <laughs> because Japanese I seem to have stuck with that because I think there is something that's just lost the more mm. you add to it the more it You've got to have a Godzilla updated for the new millennium, though. But and get him using an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Eating oh, him at Griddle. Me, Hanna Come Barbera. on, get Godzilla like, having <laughs> Facebook problems in there. They'll, they'll have Godzilla, they'll summon him with an iPhone yes. app. And God, God, I don't like this Spotify stuff. He's, he's sick of targeted ads for gigantic shoes. <laughs> I wish Mothra would stop subtweeting me. <laughs> so we don't ever need that. And the more you take away, I mean, the original 54 movie is like, that's a national catharsis to make real a horrible tragedy that only those, only Japanese Mm -hmm. lived through. No one else Mm -hmm. has had to endure that. And it was such a shocking, devastating, Mm soul-shattering experience. And the only way that, that, the reason it lasted there was because like, wow, you finally put a shape and a figure 
to this miasma we've been living in for a decade. That's why this stuck with us so hard. And then in true American fashion, we like put a, we put a, <laughs> I, I got to compete with Cutthroat Island. We put an exclamation point at the end and the 50s equivalent of lol somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Raymond it, Burr going, I was uh, on, I stopped over in Tokyo to visit a friend en route to an assignment in Cairo. Yeah. Because that's where the action's at. Why the fuck would anyone go to Japan otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and but then he changed the role and now he's a hero to kids and it's like it's also kind mm-hmm. of a healing thing to say this thing that terrified us so much is now mm-hmm. almost a ridicule thing or he's mm-hmm. a helpful friend and we've learned to yeah, live with he's, this he's gone from atomic menace to atomic energy and yes. now atomic energy has become an, a menace again yeah so now it's like when, when, when America takes it and does stuff with it I'm like the 98 one is the grossest misappropriation so of that good. I can ever imagine so like I can't I can't even imagine how you would do it worse I really can't to actually spend yeah. the money and like, here's something that missed every point that was ever made. I, I, even I can, as a mon- even as a monster movie, you sucked big time. I can tell you exactly how you do it worse. You train a camera on uh, Roland Emmerich's asshole while shit's coming out of it. But see, like that's, <laughs> and that's also with the Godzilla roar. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's you're gonna try to actually Nobody make a draw Godzilla that. movie. Please, <laughs> my asshole has fallen. <laughs> but it's but then the, the new one I'm like I really want to see a new Godzilla movie but it's almost like I want to see a new Godzilla movie because I'm still stuck as that 18 year old who wanted to see a new Godzilla movie and then was hit with that awful piece of garbage so now I'm still wanting to see that and then I just think why like for what purpose like it's not going to make a statement it's not going to usher in a new era of like two decades of Godzilla movies it's not <laughs> like I, I don't really get like other than it's an idea that someone has like well we haven't done that for 10 years pictures bought it. I know it's, it just seemed it almost they got the right person to do it I'll say mm-hmm. that all, so, all I ask is that Brian Cranston is a scientist in the movie and he goes Godzilla is the one who knocks <laughs> buildings down I get your point I mean 54 movies is a very uh, tight uh, light footed canon um, there's really you know nothing more that needs to be said that <laughs> hasn't already been it's said just, in 54 uh, movies I mean, about rubber monsters well it's not 54 movies I was saying 54 uh, 1954 oh oh the 54 movies yeah, so but there have been roughly 54 movies since probably then. pretty damn close <laughs> but then the, the thing I'm sure somebody's going to correct me yeah. and it's actually much lower but the thing is like by the time they did Final Wars in 2004, this is basically becoming the later time Kaiju episode that I wasn't in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, we need to cut this short soon. So. Sorry, just I'll save it. I'll save it. Uh, okay, it's, we're we're I'm just rambling at this point. This is a show about video games. It is a show about video games and kaiju this time around because our top five is the top five kaiju games. <gasps> and in order to be selected for this, like we couldn't just be any giant monster. Yeah. Like Shadow of the Colossus is not in here. Because it has to be a monster that stomps around wrecking shit, right. specifically buildings in a modern city. Did you know kaiju? Mm-hmm. Uh, the kanji for those is like ju, which means monster, uh-huh. and then kai, me. or something like that. Is it just means like weird or su- weird or suspicious? Mm-hmm. So then, to suspicious beast. Separately, they don't really make much sense. But Greg was telling me about this movie where. It's almost like a send-up kind of a movie culture mm-hmm. in Japan, kaiju movie culture, and they just call them Jews. Not out of any kind of, like, statement, but just more like they just take the Kai out, and they're like, well, why, don't we, why do you keep calling them Jews and not kaiju? He's like, there's nothing suspicious about these things. Like, <laughs> there's nothing suspicious about Jews, man. Yeah. So when they're built, like a building falls over, do they say they got Jewed? Yeah. Yeah. They probably like, did. A less uh, sensitive crowd would have thought that was funny. Rodan's on a train trying to get upskirt shots. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad 
Uh, there's nothing suspicious about that. That standard yeah. Japan. But it's like there's nothing suspicious about a 400 foot tall bird. It's like uh, sure. I know I th- what it's doing. I think that bird's up to something. Yes. I can't. T- I can't quite put my finger on it. But I'm gonna follow and confront him, yeah. even though the 911 operator told me not there's to. An army. The Japanese army is like below him, just making that X symbol. With <laughs> no, no, Rodan. <laughs> and Rodan putting on their sternest expression and shaking yeah. their heads. They're bringing great shame to the Rodan line. <laughs> Number five. Oh. You know, Mach 5 is the speed at which Rodan... <laughs> I know what this is. Yeah, Mike knows. Anybody else? I'll play it again. King of the Monsters? Yes! yes it is. Specifically King of the Monsters 2. King of the Monsters 1 fucking sucks! It's a shitty It's a shitty wrestling game with giant monsters. I failed to see how the second one improved on that. The second one was a brawler, a side-scroller where you played cooperatively and took on... Super Nintendo? Yeah, it was on Super Nintendo. Both of them were, but this one was good on Super Nintendo. I don't remember 2 being like a Final Fight-style game, though. It it was a little bit. I mean, it still kind of retained that sort of wrestling game feel yeah. that the first one had. But, uh, but that is kaiju to a T. Yes, yeah. it is. And, and you are stomping around. The thing is, like, in 2, you're a friendly kaiju, even though you still smash the shit out of buildings, so and that was, gives you bonuses. Yeah. So what was the deal? There was the big superhero-looking guy. Yeah, there was a... a like, I think he was maybe like Astro Guy in the first one. Yeah, his atomic name is like guy. Astro Guy. Atomic, atomic Guy. Yeah. Atomic yeah. Guy yeah. and Super Geon, who's like a Godzilla mm-hmm. knockoff, and Cyber Woo, who's like a Mecha King Kong. Right, I remember that. <laughs> so that yeah, that was like the the SNK or uh, you know Neo Geo era right. for of arcade games. So like you'd play, and, and at the time it was cool because these big sprites are like vividly moving around this city and like smashing all these buildings. And it was mm-hmm. the first time I remember really feeling like. I'm a monster in a city actually breaking shit. Whereas yeah. at home, I like playing, I'm sure we'll get to Rampage later. But without the Godzilla NES game. Oh, Godzilla NES game. We'll save that for the laser time. Well, it's just a side scroller. Hmm. A bad, right? bad, bad side scroller with yeah. great music. <laughs> I thought about that one for all about five seconds. Uh, the, only, like, the only yeah, reason no. you should ever, ever even reference the Godzilla NES game is. Does that mean you cry? The music, I did cry at the ending because it's sad as hell. Uh, the music is just heart-wrenching. Godzilla leaves his helmet and uh, walks away into the sunset. <laughs> Shit, I've been confusing it with the Mega Man ending the whole time. Now, if you just put in the password start to end, uh-huh. it plays. The, it goes right to the ending, and it's oh, this nice. really sad, like, it's it's just way too sad music. Like the golf power thing, we're like, this is golf game music. Why is this so hmm. somber? And the ending to that Godzilla mu- game is super sad. But you put in also put in the password "destroy all monsters," hmm. and you can hmm. fight all of the monsters from the game on the first level. And you can actually oh, get you can so actually it's like a boss rush mode. It is like a boss rush, so you can actually get to see all the cool sprites of all the different kaiju. Nice uh, with their kaiju sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying here. And then, like, the second Godzilla game was just like a uh, it's, it's it, a strategy game. It right? is what I feel Godzilla games need to be. Yeah. It's not good, but no. it's like... Well, actually, I can't say that because I didn't play it enough as a kid. But I think the best way to do a Godzilla game is not control Godzilla. You need to be dealing with Godzilla. Mm. That is the that is the plight. That's the thing that mm. people keep mistaking is, wouldn't it be fun to be... Video games have made me feel powerful over and over again and smash the shit out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Destroy All Monsters Melee is the height of that you silliness. You could say that like, Walking Dead and Last of Us is about making you feel kind of powerless. It is, and, yeah. and that's why I'm like, it's it's this... It's not powerless. It's the idea of, like, I'm armed to the teeth. Yeah. I've probably got tanks. I've got a rocket launcher. I'm, by all means, powerful. Mm. And now I'm completely neutered by this thing that doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a fun experience because the game doesn't, hasn't really done that. 
I don't true. I don't feel like there's there's rarely a thing you just have to deal with, maybe like pyramid head style, um, but we'll leave that alone. Shadow the Claws, yeah. Well, um, you you've, you've take them down with a sword. The point yeah. of bringing this up is that unlike the uh, NES Godzilla games, yes, King of sorry. the Monsters Two actually does make you feel like a monster. Yeah, mm. and it it plays on the trope that uh, was introduced in Godzilla movies, which is you know how do you make a monster who walks around smashing buildings and hurting people heroic? Mm. Uh, you introduce an outside threat, which in this case was some aliens who talk like this. It's so, like a chopped and screwed rap album. Yeah, kind of. Uh, well, that, don't try to understand that. I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't in English. If it was any sort of speech at all, if it's any kind of SNK. But here. yeah, the the <laughs> alien is is saying uh, all Earth creatures are now our slaves. Attention, Earth creatures, we're taking your shit. And so then they introduce. Right, for one, welcome our alien overlord. We'll yeah. do it with twelve <laughs> dazzlingly different <laughs> monsters. What's what's the first monster they introduce is like giant frogger or something and you beat up on it for a little while and then it's like oh this is a side scrolling brawler and there are like weird little things flying around with huge noses and eyes that I have to beat up mm, and nice. until I can fight giant frogger again I'd say that you know, I just realized I don't think I've ever played the sequel to this. All I can think of is the first one. Where did you play it mostly? <laughs> uh, at, uh, we had an SNK cabinet at Johnny's Hamburgers in the town I grew up. <laughs> we would go there for dinner, so I would watch Ghost Rider on PBS on a Friday after school. Whoa! And then we would go right tour people. Right uh, boy, you can't believe how how burned I was in like tenth <laughs> grade, like. Ghost Rider? There's a Ghost Rider? Oh, yeah, every day at like 4 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, PBS. what? Like, wait. PBS made a Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, and, and, I, and, and for some reason, I would ask all the questions other than the skeleton riding the, the motorcycle. It would just be like, I'd be like, Ghost Rider. And they're like, yeah, every day. It comes on. It's great. I'm like, there's a TV show of Ghost Rider. Yes. yes. Go back. What the hell? <laughs> He's yeah. a ghost that reads. Yeah. Yeah. And seem, also writes. And writes. Oh, I, anyway. You always seem like more of a wishbone guy to me. No, that's even worse. <laughs> that was the other thing. Man, that was all the, that, that stuff. Was the twofer. Man, the that wishbone. stuff falls in the same Caillou dork ass stuff where I'm like, I am too cool for this. Back, <laughs> back <laughs> too cool to watch PBS like a chump. No, I'd watch like Bill a Nye. chump kid that doesn't get cable. I'd watch Bill Nye, but uh, then I'll be over here watching Batman the animated series. Ooh, on my Fox. How affiliate. fancy. My favorite thing about the first one, though, was just how you could uh, Irish whip people into an uh-huh. energy force. Yes. And it was just basically a wrestling game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did like... Because um, you pinned them one, two, three. That's how you win. Yeah, I played a bit of both of these today to pr- prepare, uh-huh. which, you know, is a thing I should do. And I was sort of struck that the intro of King of the Monsters 2, like one of the... Which is, by, by the way, subtitled The, the Next, Next Thing... <laughs> Chris and I discovered this earlier today. <laughs> so funny. Is it a can of Pepsi? <laughs> it's just the next thing. It's it's but it is the laziest one. the laziest <laughs> subtitle for I mean, a sequel maybe I've it's ever more read. Extravagant in Japan, but it really feels like uh, does anybody have a better the code name? We're just gonna go through well, with it. If probably it in better. Japan in the early nineties, because calling it the next thing in English was mm. pretty extravagant. Yeah. Like, oh, English words. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> That's right. We don't have to code anything. You realize this is basically the equivalent of calling it New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, mm. basically. Like, oh. It's just saying. But oh, hey, quick side story on that. I saw a child wearing a knit hat the other day. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I recognized the character, but I wasn't sure what it was. And it was a fucking Nabbit hat. Oh, wow. Oh, weird. From Luigi? From, from yeah, from New and, and New Super Mario Brothers Wii. And it made me feel really fucking old. I wow. was like, I did not recognize a main plotline character from a Mario <laughs> a main game. main Mario so, character. Anyway, if yes. I can continue my sentence from earlier. The, the thing that struck me about the beginning was it, it immediately says, like, 
After the last battle, only three monsters survived. And, like, I just played the Super Nintendo version of the first one. It was, like, three out of the four monsters. So the Rockman died. <laughs> the focus-tested um, one. And, got and out. incidentally, the, one of the three surviving monsters is a robot version of a monster that was in the first game. So I guess it got cybernetic implants. So he's the Mulgara equivalent. I, I sure. The, uh, Murphy come on, equivalent. Come on. Mulgara? Yeah. Mulgara? Yeah, I know. He's, the like, Robocop? the guy with the drills. No. No? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Someone yes. spilled their ramen on the assets. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of that game. Yeah, King of Monsters 2. It's okay. It's fine. It was definitely yeah. cool then, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the kind of game, like... I remember it hurting my wrist because they'd have to mash the button. That is the so mashiest much. fucking game I've yeah. ever played. In my every life. like every attack knocks you the fuck down, and then it's like mash A to get up. Like, yeah. yes. The only time I ever felt even like a slight compulsion to play that was that Neo New Neo Geo stick thing that comes with the games on it. Yeah, oh, thing Neo called? Geo Gold X Gold. Oh, yeah, yeah it, has, it has six Gold. games on it. That's one of them. The original, it, the original one. Yeah, the original. One. It, two isn't. Two is the, yeah. by far the superior. I game. love the idea. Like you can you buy them. You can buy. Well, I forget how that works. But you can buy those. Yeah, you can buy like an SD card mm-hmm. now that has like a bunch of games on. I love it. the Probably idea, like two. you said, of like it's a wrestling match. Like it's straight up just wrestling. In the it, first it straight one. up is a wrestling game yeah. with a giant monster. I love the idea that the end of it is like, all right, I pinned the giant lizard. One, two, three, all right, you all saw that? Good. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, will you please leave? The oh, that was out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, the that's another thing. So first first game, structure. We've, we've agreed you will all leave if we pin you. Yeah. Structure of the first game is there are six monsters in the arcade version. Mm-hmm. I guess there were four in the Super Nintendo one. And uh, you fight the six monsters, and then you fight them again in different in the same order, but in different cities. Well, so, uh, it's almost yeah. as bad as Mega Man. <laughs> almost. Money. <laughs> I will not come here. <laughs> I will not come to my own house. (laughs) Get out of my kitchen. Number four. King of the Monsters 2. That is Tron shitting his pants. <laughs> Tron shitting his pants, everybody. Eight bits finger. Now that is that is a building collapsing in Rampage. Oh, the original yeah. arcade Rampage Man. from nineteen eighty fucking six. Man, Rampage was one of those games like I found it the same time like Godzilla entered my life. Uh-huh. And of course I see I think I maybe saw the arcade once or something, but the NES game is the one I played over and over and over well, again. Well that that's a game that really should have connected with you because it took place apparently mostly in Illinois. There's a lot <laughs> of stages in Illinois. Yeah, like well because Midway's was in Chicago, right. but like the first stage is Peoria and Joliet and Yep. There's a lot really? of those. Yeah. yeah. You go through like every region of the country and then every so often though after you play like 17 mind-numbing stages of this game, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, all of a sudden you get this interstitial that's like the continental U.S. And then like the character you're playing as will will fall from the sky, punch that area of the country, and then it'll turn black. And it's like, okay, you've leveled that. Onward! And then you do that for 50 states, basically. <laughs> and then the ending is literally one of those one-screen NES congratulations where like as a, as a even as like a 10-year-old, I'm like, that's it! They never yeah. thought I'd see this. Yeah, they had no they had no expectations. When, when I was a kid, though, I remember I like got, got the Apple IIe version of this Yo. and played the shit out of it. Oh, rich kid. L- loved it. Um, <laughs> when, when, rich what, what did you do when you weren't, when you weren't playing Karataka and uh, Karateka? It was Rampage he was and Karateka. Karateka. And <laughs> did, I, I talked to Jordan Mechner about this. How did he pronounce it? I think it was like Karateka. Yeah, that's or, as opposed that's to Karatika, how, how just how announcers pronounce it on TV commercials. Or maybe uh, you were playing the Ghostbusters game. I was playing that a shit ton. That was pretty great. Math. Ghostbusters. 
<laughs> Oregon Trail. Math Blasters 2, Vigo's Revenge. <laughs> Math Blasters 2, the next thing. Yeah. Uh, no more callbacks. Uh, so, no, no more callbacks. So Rampage, uh, you can pick one of three monsters. So that's another thing about the, this game. Hang George, on. Okay. George the Ape? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ralph the Rat? Yes. Well, he was a werewolf. Oh, right. A werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. The, the rat, rat, there was a rat in the 7800 version. That, I remember that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Did um, he have the processing power for a wolf? <laughs> no, they, it was it was a fourth character that they added just no, for that version. More power. Chris. He was a console exclusive. They yes. added, like Cammy. Uh, they added uh, when I saw the the box art is like well, giant lizard, giant mm-hmm. mo- giant ape. Mm-hmm. Right? This checks out. I'm uh, gonna play as either King Kong or Godzilla in this game, so I know they're not really. But I mean, yeah, did, they, did they cut Ralph from the NES yeah, he's version? Not in the NES um, he was my favorite. So though. I was like, I want to be a giant lizard that punches things. And then I start playing the game, and I'm like, uh, technically two things. One, they're too small. Two, they're a little small. They're a little small. Two. Uh, you didn't tell me the lizard was a girl. Lizzie, mm. Lizzie the lizard. But when she shrinks down, when she gets killed, then uh, she Nerd. turns into a naked lady. Well, naked lady Nerd. in an arcade game. It was really hard to jerk off to that in public for the ten <laughs> seconds she was on screen. Not, not well, things me, were different in the eighties. <laughs> I'd already gotten ready with we the did everything in public. Dragon girl gets punched in the stomach. <laughs> boom, pantaloons. <laughs> what? I'm what? ready to move on. Well, you guys really missed the arcades. Yeah, he did. All my friends would alert me, kill screen rampage coming up. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, climb buildings, smash the shit out of them with your fists. Yeah, yeah. Watch up, them they, collapse. They were only like three stories tall. No, they were more than that. Well, no. No, when the, you climb the, the buildings. The monsters like, were like... Oh, the monsters like, themselves. Like yeah. maybe mm-hmm. fit the equivalent of like 30 uh-huh. feet or something when you're looking yeah. next to these buildings. 50 maybe. Yeah. Which is the height of King Kong. Like you could, you could punch windows and there'd be like somebody in there that yeah, you could, yeah, you could grab and eat. Somebody uh, in a bath that you could also jerk off to. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, like, yeah, as an eight-year-old, I'm like, I want to play Godzilla, and then it's like, no, it's a girl that grew up into a lizard. So, like, as an eight-year-old, I'm like, boo, girls, derp. Uh, so then, you should say that all your characters now are, are girls. Yeah, no, I... It, you might like say, that you might manly say, uh, Samus. If only I could finish Metroid someday. Yeah, <laughs> so that I could see this cool dude at the end of Samus. <laughs> and here he takes his helmet off, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, uh, yeah, but <laughs> Dustin Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid uh, takes his helmet off, and it's Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, almost all my characters in Games of Girls. You might say I changed my tune on ladies <laughs> from when I was no. eight. He's now four. As did like roughly ninety percent of. I ain't fur and I'm again it. Oh, well. But uh, Rampage in the arcade had lovely, lovely recorded sound effects in that uh, Midway Sinistar tradition. Oh. Such as this. That's not wonderful. Pretty good for the time. Yeah, for for 86, I guess. Isn't that when the Journey game was out singing? Do we have any. Oh, go ahead. I'm done. Do you have any background information on World Tour? Because that was like the revamp. Yeah, it was. I remember it did not get reviewed very well. No, I was at but the N64 it felt like it was successful because it kept yeah. getting quoted everywhere. Uh, it that, when I was when I was at Toys R Us. Okay, hey, you're welcome. Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> that was a game that even then was it was just it sold nonstop. That was one of those games where mm-hmm. I'll hand at least one of these out every day for five years that I'm here. Wow, just wow. people buying Rampage World Tour, huh? And I remember that Midway collection for Xbox that came out in like oh four mm-hmm. oh five somewhere mm-hmm. around there. It had World Tour on it, I think. And I remember like having people over, and we're all going to play. It was, it was when Burnout Takedown came out, and that was just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. we're going to play this all night, and everyone's going to laugh their asses off at all the cards breaking shit. And 
doing the crash editor thing and, and all that. And then I wake up, I fall asleep, and I wake up at what must be four in the morning. And I swear somebody turned the TV up as loud as it could possibly go, and they were playing three-player Rampage. And the cacophony of just the noise of, like, 17 buildings collapsing and the horrible sound effects of, of that time period just... Mm-hmm. For for minutes, for minutes, minutes. God, and only and over that you can barely hear people. No, what? No, pick up that one. You can breathe fire, and just over all this noise. That's Uh, that's how gaming used to be. Yeah, the 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 gaming TV that was so far away from the sleeping parents that you could do whatever you want. You may have had one friend like that. Oh, my parents were out of town. Were they? Oh, I think Michael just made the argument that modern games aren't noisy enough. Don't tell uh, that to Hans Zimmer. I miss that experience, though. <laughs> but so, so have, did he, have you played Rampage World Tour? I mean, I I never really bothered with it because all the reviews were just a fucking abysmal. And then I reviewed or previewed the Wii one, that Ultimate Destruction or whatever. Which was fine. Or was Great. that a mo- it fixed all the errors of? Uh, yeah, World there was Tour. there was the monster made out of worms. Really? Good. Yep. There was a panel we had that said <laughs> Meat Worm Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, pa- panos were what we used to use to advertise articles on Games yeah, Radar yeah. way back in the day. Meat worm guy, circa for panorama, circa, circa two thousand six. Oh my yeah. god, hard hitting journalism. Yeah. Back when you were all in diapers, still, I, I presume. Uh, and a jar of Grandma Jam. Five yeah. years. <laughs> jar of Grandma Jam. <laughs> all right, what's what's the next game that we'll struggle through? <laughs> Number three. Please be the one I want. Godzilla. Damn it. 90. Ooh, this is a good game. It is. Listen to that sound. Monsters. Oh, and Gears. Fight. The Turbo Duo Godzilla fighting game. No. What? <laughs> what is that? God- Godzilla Destroy All Monsters destroy Melee. Monsters oh, Melee. I was getting the names confused. Is that the Wii version? That's no, the, the GameCube, GameCube, GameCube slash Cube. Xbox version. Right, yeah, the Turbo Duo one doesn't... I don't think it talks. But it has that... The, the roars just like that when you select them. Oh, that's the cool. Turbo Duo one is really good soundtrack and was like a Street Fighter style fighting game. Mm-hmm. Right when the Duo one, if it was ever relevant, this is right after that. Okay, so nobody pays attention. <laughs> right after Airzonk and right mm-hmm. after probably Airzonk. So the last gasp had already occurred, mm-hmm. and Street Fighter was in full effect. So I remember reading an EGM. It was like they had the color coded review crew section. Mm-hmm. And you can flip through and be like, oh, purple is like Genesis and blue is Sega CD. Red is NES. Orange is Super NES. Yellow? Yellow was Turbo Duo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, got it. Wow. Hey, there you go. And I was like, wow, one Turbo Duo. Wow, mm. got to a fighting game. I don't know anyone with a duo. Not yet. So, yeah. Ma- so, Destroy All Monsters Melee. Uh, cool. Made a splash on GameCube. It was pretty rad. Probably mm. one of the best games uh, Atari, I'm using that in air quotes, ever made. Right. The it company cool. also known as Infograms. We Infograms. Infograms. Yeah. It was pretty good, uh, especially as a Godzilla fan. When I saw that, it was like post Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. So to this day, it's like, boy, that's the most crass use of Melee I think I've ever <laughs> seen. I it was like, a modifier they used for an updated version of a different game, but that I, game I came to so PS2 too. and we we. No, you're, you're thinking of Godzilla Unleashed. Unleashed. There were like three different Godzilla yeah. fighting games okay. during this period. There was Save- Destroy All Monsters Melee, which mm-hmm. was the best. Uh, Save the Earth, which looked a little better, but was not as good. It was not a better, was not and a better game. And Unleashed, either. which just reviewed abysmally. I think yeah. it's like under a 50% average on Metacritic. It's, pretty, it's not good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Strong Monsters Melee, it was really cool. Just It was you fight. It was kind of like King of the Monsters to a degree. It was yeah. almost. It wasn't quite a wrestling game per se, but it was 
fight monsters in different locations. Well, it was a big 3D fighting game. You yeah. had big 3D cities. It was almost that, like Power Stone-ish to a degree. Yeah. Like, you could run around and, like, as a Godzilla fan, as, I'm like... As I fast as Godzilla can run, right. anyway. But he lumbers. Yeah, you lumber. But it was like, all those roars were there. It was cool seeing, like, San Francisco Landmark, because that was also, uh. like, right when I first, like, interned at PSM at the time. And it was like, wow, San Francisco, oh, I've been there. But you kind of get to see all these cities of the world and trash them as, as these iconic characters. And it, for once, did kind of a fun job of... Because uh, up to that point, any Godzilla game was like the NES one. Here's this weird compromise thing. The Super Godzilla for Super NES was like a not great either. The Dreamcast Generations game didn't happen. Uh, I mean, whatever other Godzilla games there were between then. Hmm. Not, nothing really. That finally hit the nail on the head. It's like, if you're going to bother having me control Godzilla... It just needs to be wacky fun. Yeah. Uh, and th- this yeah. game did wacky fun pretty well. I mean, yeah. it, the, the monster fighting, I think it took that pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. But then the storyline mm. just uh, was very, very tongue-in-cheek and involved these guys. We have seized control of your monster island facility and have unleashed all monsters under our mind control rays. Monster attack on your major population centers is imminent. Not even your strongest monster can break free of our control. I and dare you. The others. That is all. <laughs> not even, not even your strongest monster can defeat our invading alien forces. And of course, the alien is just you know a dude wearing a funny helmet and, oh, and they, talking at like? a TV screen. It sounds like they're pl- they're going for the uh, invasion of Astro Monster plotline. Am I right? Oh, possibly. Um, uh, where they? Uh, well, he, he's just like wearing. It's like a tall silver helmet with like these little eye pieces mm. that cover his eyes. Yeah. But but then after he gives that speech, we there's a beat, and then he says this. Am I still on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we now return you to whatever it was you were doing. Am I still on? <laughs> Am I still on? Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> Howard Stern's penis, Baba Booey. Everything is numbered here. The monster is zero. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, but the game itself featured Monster Island, featured San Francisco, featured a bunch of cities, featured fucking Destroya and Destoroya. two kinds of Godzilla. Didn't have Space Godzilla, strangely enough. Weak. Space Godzilla. Well, three kinds of Godzilla if you count Mecha Godzilla because it had '90s and 2000 Godzilla. Was there, was there Mecha Ghidorah? Uh, yes. yes, yes, there was. Yeah. What's the quickest way you can describe where Mecha Godzilla came from? Which one? Gosh. Yeah, there Never are several mind. Mecha <laughs> Godzillas. There's one that was like made as a weapon by humans, and then there's another one that was like an alien. The original weapon. one was a Godzilla robot built by aliens who look like apes with bugles stuck to their face. Bugles, the candy, the snack. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the snack. Uh, not so, so like so robot monster with a different uh, Wolverine movie saber tooth claws yes strapped to their face like poked in their green makeup oh, uh, yeah. they made and they were done in by a magical cigar <laughs> <laughs> I, best delivery so, ever yeah that was I don't. I, I. I. need to ruin the magic with two, with two corrections. <laughs> it, was, it was a pipe, okay. and it was also uh, more science based than magic based. Who cares? But nobody cares. It's magic cigar, as far as I I'm just wanted concerned. to ruin the joke so no one would yeah. correct me. But also, Mecha Godzilla is the last boss of this game, and you uh-huh. fight him in an alien city. Mm. And I, that's one thing I do love about the cities. And it's Mexico just, City. Mexico City, sure. <laughs> An alien city. Elevation. Well, it does have pyramids that you can pick up and throw. Oh, sweet. 
See, that sounds nice. More than three? It's so I like to imagine this horrible several. servant that made it like, it was worth it just for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to look and throw it at something. Yes, I lost three generations of that pyramid. You see a giant monster brutalized by it. I'll stop. That's to not going to get funny. Shatter it over the back of a metal version of himself. Yes, yeah, so if they can use it like a fucking folding chair in WWE, <laughs> it was all worth it to see my... Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Everything's worth it just to see that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Yep. Fine, fine game. Fine, it is. It is. It oh, is. Yes. Mm. Go buy a GameCube so you can play it <laughs> on the Wii. Number two. Yes. This is... No, this is what I want. Hey, Airman, I like it. This War of the Monsters. Yes. yes I can, you know how I could tell <gasps> by the theremin. The theremin. <laughs> That is a giant monster or a giant mantis named Praetor who's been fed some sort of alien goo by a scientist, grows to a huge size, and eats his creator. That's from War of the Monsters, as you correctly guessed, Brett, which was a game kind of similar to Destroy All Monsters Melee, but it was made by the guys who did Twisted Metal. It's it's a weird... It's PS2 only, right? Yeah, it's PS2 only. You can actually buy it on PS3 through through PSN. Oh, interesting. Um, you can also buy God Hand and yeah, uh, many Max- Maximo. <laughs> God Hand. And CVS2 just came out last week. That's okay. true. Uh, nice. Well, sorry. Sorry for talking about games. War of the Monsters. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it a little bit better than Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee because you, your, your monsters are faster. They can actually climb buildings instead of just pick them up and clobber Fall each other with them. them. Well, what if my monster had the powers of all your monsters? What if my monster could turn invisible <laughs> and sneak into the well, girls' have, locker room? I have no refuting points to make. <laughs> what if my monster could turn invisible and fly? Oh. That's that's all I'm saying. Then it's Wonder Woman's jet? Yes. <laughs> and I win the bingo match. <laughs> my monster is Wonder Woman's jet. Um, I guess the thing, because it was that weird time period where it... Did it not really use the dual analog sticks correctly? Like it had that kind of Dreamcast era. Yeah. You turn the camera as you run thing. Well, it also had the... I, I think the camera was mapped to the right stick, but I was just it? remember that um, the... Well, I, that was... It was actually really difficult. Because I, I played this a bit last night. And you had to, like, hold down L1 and R1 just to lock the camera onto your opponent, which seems so like it, would, it should be a toggle. Like, because yeah. that's all you're doing. You're fighting one yeah. opponent most of the time, or a couple of opponents. In an arena kind of feeling thing that uh-huh. you can jump around the buildings. I but just remember that being done a lot in the PS2. Yeah, but you could use the control pad to move around in 3D space, the D-pad, which was kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm sure not many people did. Yeah. I, I, I honestly never played it because uh, I liked some of the aesthetic uh the aesthetics of it, like mm-hmm. the the look of the main, like the box monster uh, robot uh, that was fighting the other monsters. Yeah, and I guess like that's the Ulta main, Five or something. Like the character you play as, do you really select different characters? You really just yeah. pick that robot. No, you you pick different. You characters. could not pick that robot, but yeah, yeah. and you thought that was the main character. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mm. I saw like a friend play it, and I was like, this doesn't look that fun, and I just didn't bother. And mm. I yeah, but like you you kind of pick that like I picked that thinking like, oh, I'll be the good guy, and like, nope, there are no good guys in this game because if you get to the end, you you the ending weirdly enough is it just shows you your monster's origin, hmm. and so Ulta Five is like he's being built by Japanese scientists, but then uh, 
he becomes sentient because they expose him to like some UFO chemical and then he escapes and smashes everyone. So it's like, oh, even he's a bad guy. Maybe the first time in my life I've heard UFO chemical. <laughs> <laughs> UFO chemical. You're it's not watching enough Is It Real on Netflix. Well, the whole point of the game is that it's in the aftermath of an alien invasion. So all the origin stories show like a UFO crash landing or something and then the fuel spills out and it causes something to mutate. So why it didn't just cause the aliens to mutate and become gigantic, I don't know. It only cause appliances and animals to mutate. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, a lot of the monsters are, let's say, homages yeah. to mm-hmm. other monsters. There's one yeah. that's a, a very clear King Kong yeah. reference, which they could have just probably just called King Kong because yeah, but then the game King Kong's King in Kong. the public domain. Is right. it? Yeah. No, really. Well, that's kind of how Nintendo got Donkey Kong. No, well, no. By arguing that King Kong was public domain, which Universal had previously argued when yeah. they got the rights from RKO. For King Kong Lives? That's super complicated. Or the, the Dino De Laurentiis Dino De La- 70s King Kong. Thanks for bringing up Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> so there was the King <laughs> Kong Lives that. with Linda Hamilton, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, not public domain, but just like, it's referencing something you haven't done anything with. Yeah. Hmm. So I can't make... King it's a Spider-Man in a, in a game and get away with it because that IP is constantly being used. Yeah. It, King Kong is still not public domain. Don't you dare try and sell that movie. I was going to say, <laughs> I, bet, I bet you could probably try and then the, the amount that they'll keep you in court mm-hmm. arguing it yeah. is like, fine, we'll, we'll name our ape Big Ape. We'll name it Baseball Ape and release it in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there is... Mr. Go. Mr. Go. Mr. Go. <laughs> I have to see that. That seems amazing. The drama. <laughs> the drama. Of Christmas oh, Ape. What Mr. is this Korea. we're talking about, Brett? Uh, Tell the homages. audience. Well, no, but uh, Mr. Go. Oh, you, well, you, you, Grim, you showed us a trailer for a, a, a Korea apparently just found out how to make terrible movies about animals it, that play it sports. Like the leftover CGI from Mighty Jackson's Mighty Go Young. It's not terrible, the CGI. Uh, basically, Mighty it's, Go Young? It's, it's Air Bud with uh, a Chinese girl who trains him, and they are in the circus in China, and they flee to Korea. But it's if Air Bud was a huge super-powered gorilla. Yes, and he plays baseball in yes. Korea. And Chinese poachers want to take him back. With so a rocket launcher during a game. With a rocket launcher during a game. <laughs> it just It's like, like, well, some executives just watched Air Bud and Rookie of the Year. I've got it! It was... Interesting that I've never, I don't like sports enough to have ever had an opinion on steroids and baseball. And the second they show the shot of the gorilla stepping up to the plate, I'm like, that can't be. That's, <laughs> that, there's, this is a game or it isn't. Like, <laughs> but watch the trailer. It, has, uh, it starts off and comically pitches. enough. He pitches. And he, pitches. he pitches, he hits, he does it all. <laughs> he's he's all like, right. he organizes so anyway, the bullpen, he's into sabermetrics. He's the ultimate gorilla. The gorilla, the gorilla could do two look, more things. Look, go nose baseball. God, (laughs) pulling it back, pulling it back. Uh, One of the monsters in War of the Monsters (laughs) is is a giant slumbering lizard, a giant slumbering lizard who's awakened uh, with a close-up of his eye by a UFO crash landing into the ocean, at which point we hear this. And wow. he, he kills some boats and shit. That is a... Uh, Just that, like Godzilla. Did. That is like a Godzilla-Rodan-Mothra like blend of a roar. It might that's be. Cool. It, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody came out and said, like, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly what we did. That's what we did, and then we played it backwards. Don't sue us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, that's the thing I love. See, this is where I think that's what got me off about uh, War of the Monsters was... Mm. Uh, and, and King of the Monsters, to a degree, I was a little, I was a little less picky. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just anytime, anytime there's... 
hey, we obviously didn't pay for the rights to do this monster, so we're going to make things look just like it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd really rather you just made up your own new monsters. Because a lot of, like, if you're going to make a lizard, it's like, I get that a lizard's a very easy trope. To, who owns a big lizards? Lizard. But nobody does, but it's like... It's like Jack Hanna? Fucking, like, who owns... <laughs> There's just something when you're like, here's our fake King Kong, here's our fake Godzilla, here's our fake something else. It's like, I like it more when, and War of the Monsters does this, where they try to make things that are their own. Mm. Um, And when it's homage, it's a bit different, because that all looks like Super 7 robot stuff, and it's like, okay, I get it, but when you go see Pacific Rim, a lot of those monsters, while I think overall the designs were getting kind of bland by the end, because they're Mm, all like this vague, dark blue Bland and hard to see. Hard to see. It was like, but they at least still were, like... They looked very aquatic and crustacean style, and like these big horns, and yeah, they still looked like unique creations. It didn't look so much like, well, that's the one that's basically Ghidorah. It's like, no, they made things that were neat. That's a good point. point. And so uh, I don't know. And there's a one a line to walk with homage versus. Uh, I'm very opinionated about this, so I'll stop. Is this the one? Yes. Hong Kong? Probably not. Is this the one? This is Ranger Four. We we've spotted a large alien life form here. Ranger Four, what kind of life form? A bug, a very huge bug. It's coming this way. One of the greatest games of all time. Earth Defense Force, Earth Defense 2017. Force. So Which, good. on the scale of kaiju games, is fucking ridiculous. It's also the only one that casts you as a puny human on the ground who has mm. to fend off swarms and swarms of gigantic, ants gross ones. things. Yeah, ants, spiders. At one point, there's like a giant, clear knockoff of Godzilla that takes forever to defeat. I remember having something called a buffalo gun. Like, that shit was so rad. <laughs> buffalo you fired gun. it by sitting and spreading your legs. <laughs> <laughs> it is strangely like a, yeah, a series I never played, even though like uh-huh. that is kind of what I was talking about. Like, so the idea of being yeah. small and ineffective. Well, but and it, but you still get that serious Sam vibe of like, I'm going to mow down a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's one that I, I played a little bit when it came out and was, remember thinking, like, I don't get what the big deal with this is. Why does everybody love this so much? And then I sat down and played it again just for the research for this top five. And it's like, this is fucking amazing. How did I ever not like this? Everything you like about games is delivered nonstop over yeah. and over and over. And yeah, just the constant satisfaction of mm. watching giant ants just splash yeah. with green blood everywhere. I remember, Chris, you reviewed 2084 or whatever it was? Uh, Insect Armageddon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you were like, I really want to give this that a That was ten. a quote on like, the fucking yeah, the box. A 10 in my heart. my heart. Chris Antista, Games Radio. Yeah, I mentioned that to somebody... Uh, dumb story for a different place but it's it, <laughs> so like no I never had a problem with that I meant that game was a 10 it was one of those games I had to give it an 8 just because like Uncharted 2 had come out and like that's clearly worthy of a higher score but this is the one I'd actually recommend people play so in your opinion which was better 2084 or 2017 I never or played. Insect Armageddon sorry um, it's only 2013 Michael we can't uh, well I really 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 loved the co-op modes and Insect Armageddon, like cause the game was great, but it's well, like didn't didn't 2017 also have co-op? Uh, well, it had online co-op in ah. Insect Armageddon, and the rare occasion where you can actually hook up and play with people. I'm sure it's impossible now. Yep. So good though, it's so good. Hmm. D3 and, servers are just yeah, the D3 made servers. out of wood and powered by <laughs> gin, <laughs> great I, alcohol. Thank God I didn't. Have to see. Uh, even though they, they fight with uh, giant monsters by mm-hmm. sending them against you in, in enormous fucking waves, mm-hmm. uh, the actual enemies are aliens who have an interesting name. The government has named these extraterrestrials Ravagers. 
They are currently attempting to establish contact with the Ravagers. Are they our friendly galactic neighbors? Or are their intentions more sinister? Uh, you might be setting yourself up for failure if you're calling them Ravagers <laughs> and then wondering, I wonder if the Ravagers are friendly. Knock, knock. Who is it? The Ravagers. <laughs> oh. Are you friendly? Is the, the UN available this week? They're going to land shark us until we open the Ravager section of the UN. I just imagine the nameplate next to a giant robot. <laughs> was that somebody, <laughs> sir, from the Ravager. Uh, was that the uh, Graboid, uh, Brian Ward, who did the, the Sharknado, Sharknado, but North American trade? And it's Sharknado, uh, and it's just like a shark in a suit sitting at it. It's like the, he, the place he's from is Shark. <laughs> Sitting at need. Somebody <laughs> just made that joke to me the other day, and I did not make the mental link between Shark NATO and the yeah. movie Shark NATO. NATO. Yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. It's, it was. It's just like U.S. So China I, I'd Shark. Like, I'd like to think that that di- that bit of dialogue serves the game better than almost every story in every game that gets a ten. <laughs> Aliens are landing. Here's what they're called. Yeah. Let's try and kill them. <laughs> Everything else is superfluous and awful. But my father died in the original war yeah. with the Ravager. Who gives a shit? Now what's what's your character's name in this? Storm it, One. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> your team's name is Storm One. It's, it's like it, it, to me. Every time I listen to it, it makes a mockery of. I would say ninety percent of games that try to add a compelling story. Mm-hmm. I could counter argue your insanely sweeping generalization, what? but <laughs> I won't. What? <laughs> I, I, at the time, at the time, like I've seen, like a couple games did it well very early on, and then like this doesn't need a story at all. It's just like, oh no, there's another wave of things, and like that's it, and then you just start playing. It's not. I just. But the it, thing is, this game has Gears gameplay good enough to do that. Yeah, Many good enough games to support that. I just that think in the Gears of War, age. and it's like Marcus being says to talk into an earpiece about where his father is in hard drives. And this is it's a giant thing from another planet. Yeah, it's a giant worm. Yeah, and it, and it basically Quick, bo- shoot it. It boils down to the same thing with better actors. When you compare the dialogue, oh, I don't yeah. know. I just sure, I was, sure, I was sure. okay. well. That's like saying, yeah, Goodfellas is the same movie as this other piece of shit gangster <laughs> movie, but with better actors. Not sure. I just feel like <laughs> like I'm playing this because it's a game, not because I actually give a shit about where all this shit comes from. Sure. No, well, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's streamlined the whole process. And I swear to God, you boil down why you're in any game doing one thing. That woman's horrendous take <laughs> says the exact same thing. These are giant things. We don't know. Ravages. Ah, attack it. Like it. I, I don't know. I stand by. I, Stand by that incoherent thought yeah. a billion percent. You also hear this a frustrating amount. There's too many of them! Retreat! Retreat! And I always hear that right as I'm about to fucking win. Yeah. It's like, no, no, my entire looked. squad is dead, but there's like two more ants. And then I've won. <laughs> Why are you calling a retreat, you fucknards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because like, I think at the time we were playing games with all these modern story elements. Every time that guy yells something, just ignore it. It doesn't mean anything. We're being overwhelmed. I can't see you. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm still playing. I was hoping you were going to play uh, the intro to Ultraman for Super NES. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't think about that. Because there's that, that image kind of, of him, like, all those explosion noises, and then he finally, like, the Mode 7 scaling Aww. of the sprite. Yeah. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was interesting to play at the time, but <laughs> it I, does not hold up. High it praise. Does, it high does, praise. It doesn't hold up, but it's I mean, there was the Sonic Blast. Not even it was fun for the time. It was interesting to play. Well, at the because time. because those uh, what, was it was, was Ultraman like was that rotoscoped? Like he was very well animated. Like he would do that run and he mm. would like 
the, the fluidity of that sprite it was does look very good perfect mm-hmm. even by today's standards uh, like the sprites are huge they don't like a lot of them don't animate well but again those Ultraman monsters are very distinct and they all look so weird and it's like well none of these seem like I don't know we needed a Angira's equivalent so let's make one it's like all the Ultraman monsters are bizarre so yeah, that's true. Well, weren't they like from the Australian version, something uh, insane like that? Like there was an Australian Ultraman TV show that had its own monster. Well, that show aired in the U.S. So and I think Gudis was one of them. Gudis Ultraman, was, as they called it. Gudis Ultraman. Ultraman was the last one, maybe. <laughs> Uh, but it, 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 Goodis it, was like the main antagonist. Yeah, it had actually a cool bit for for a fi- for a like your Ultraman fighting a monster. It was a cool bit that made every fight have a bit of tension to it, which was Ultraman can only stay in the uni- in Earth's poisoned atmosphere for two minutes or whatever it is. And then he has to go mm-hmm. back. He has to go back to the stars. Yeah. Uh, so you, so that's a reason why there's a time limit on the match. It's not like uh, you ran out of time time over whatever. It's like no, it's because for this story reason he can't stay here any longer. Okay, I got two minutes per fight. The thing with Ultraman? At least in that incarnation. I don't think it was that way all the time. He has a theme park that I'm pretty sure is in Earth's oxygen atmosphere. Well, this is a future where a lot of stuff is happening. Well, wasn't wasn't that like he he shared his body with uh, Jack Shindo, I guess? Who was a... Rick Jones, whoever it was. Yeah, whatever. Rick Hunter. um, (laughs) Rick Hardmeat. (laughs) Blast Hard Cheese. (laughs) Big Large Cheese. Lance Cockthrust. But but the other thing was, uh, as... It was either time or more hits you dealt. You built up this like plasma meter, uh-huh. and uh, there was level one through five. And if you got you know level one, you'd hit Y, and you wouldn't have to get. You have melee attacks, punch, uppercut, sweep, and all this other stuff. And you would just hit these monsters and try to dash and get away and get in. And, but if, as you built the lasers up, it was like level one deals little, tiny, barely any damage. If you wait for level two, you do a little more. Level three, a little more. Level four, pretty good, strong blast. But the only way you could actually kill the monster was get them down into the red and then use the level five as like the big Kamehameha. Bam! And that's a cool like feeling each time you get into a fight is like, I don't know how this fight works yet. I don't know what attacks this monster has. I got two minutes. I got. I can only kill him this way. I know the rules for the entire game. I do believe you know, EDF Insect Armageddon was number one. But, Brett, I like your description of Ultraman so much that I'm going to retroactively declare it. Oh, number five? <laughs> Number zero. <laughs> Number zero. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That's fine. Right. Gotta get a negative one. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to go out on Tonetta's Super Meat Boy Number 2. Nice. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases and all that other crap that usually goes in our second segment. Stay tuned. You know I got this super meat that no one else can beat. It's for you, baby. Only you. Special treat. Super meat for a super boy. It's a toy. It's a game. Super meat from super boy. It's a toy. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. Yeah. And it's all. All the same to me But Catching by What I see It's pornography It's pornography I say Hey listeners How are you enjoying the show so far? Are you liking it? 
Well, then why don't you help us keep our momentum going? I like to use that phrase. You can subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, especially if you want to give us a five-star review. We do love those. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links at lasertimepodcast.com, and we'll get a little cut of any money you spend. You can buy a t-shirt from store.lasertimepodcast.com. That skull would look really awesome on you. I just know it. You can comment on our articles, post on our forums, let us know what you do or don't like. Or if you want to do something that takes minimal effort, just tell a friend about us. I know you have friends. They must be out there. And if you really want to go the extra mile, you can donate to us via the donation button on VigiGameApocalypse.com. But make sure to say it's for VGA or it won't go to us. You can also follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. I can't stress this enough. Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. Now back to the show. I'm so high. You know. I'm so strong. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sitting through that break. We should probably just jump right in and tackle the new releases. The new releases, they are releasing new that lovely song once again <laughs> by David B. Cooper. Was that was that was I in there? Yes, you were. That wow. was that was the song you and I sang several episodes ago, and it's it's since become an immutable fixture of the show. Like this this what, like funeral dirge. Yeah, like, does, yeah. These are the new eighties yeah. funeral dirge. <laughs> Everyone's hair is really big. And then, like, all just out, Chris just, and I are both singing a different second verse at the same time. Yeah, I think these are the new releases. The years, are these are the releases new. Did I say <laughs> they are releasing newly. Oh, okay. these, and them. these are the new releases. And then I started singing. They are releasing newly again, thinking you'd repeat, but you said everybody cherish them. So. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, "You Are Dead, Dead, Dead." dead. <laughs> you thought you were hot. Guess, Guess what? what? You're, You're not. not. Ah, you. Mm. God, remember when we were so relevant? Remember when we were funny? (laughs) Yes, we were digging up total chaos, game over themes. (laughs) Nothing's more relevant than that in 2008. SEO gold. (laughs) Really put Ogdenville on the map. Total chaos in Egypt. (laughs) Yes, we are... We are... We are the Octonville of the video game landscape. There really are. The North Haverbrook of video games. Sweet Jesus. What left? You appreciate it. drives to others. It's, It's what... What we left behind after we convinced everyone, no, this is good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, you need to so this week, uh-huh. this week is a very PC-centric release week. Ray, um, not a whole lot going on for you know us regular humans. Well, the Steam sales just ended. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's right? a, so it's a sad, it's a sad time for PC gamers. It's a sad but, time for anybody that wants to release a game on PC this week. Yeah. But they are getting rise of. Rise of the Triad. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the remake. Oh. Which oh. should be pretty fucking amazing. I mean, it, it has the yawning god mode in there, which is really mm-hmm. all I could ask all for. All I remember the is uh, the eyeballs flying yes, at you. Yes, you shoot dudes and eyeballs fly at you. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Then this is like a... It nine... had the best jibs of any game in mm. like that weird late 80s, early 90s period. I think... That, well, it was 90s, because this was yeah, like... It was, it was early it, 90s. It, it was, was like right after Doom. It was post-Doom, maybe Doom 2, and maybe... I don't know where Duke Nukem 3D fell into that, but... 
This was a shareware game that I played ruthlessly. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I never bought it because it was like, I'll just play the first third of the game for free again. It's also one of those that, like, all of my memories are just gore. I have no idea if the game was actually good, like, as a game. I have no clue. I remember playing like that in Hexen, or not Hexen, Heretic. Heretic. Yeah. Yeah. They were very similar games, Heretic and Hexen. I think Hexen was like the. Hexen felt totally. Yeah, Hexen was the sequel, but it felt so different. It felt like so much beefier, and like it wasn't Uh built on Doom guts anymore. So, like, and then. Well, you were were playing as, like, huge dudes. Yeah, huge buff big arms dude. Uh Um, And then uh, I think we all spent a lot of time playing Hexen 64. Uh, (laughs) Too much, I would say. No. <laughs> There's a ghost rattling its chains in the microphone. I right was now. the ghost of Hexen. I played Jackson 2, Jacob Marley. What happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> Would you believe, I, I played, though, that I, I beat Quake 64? Wow. I played Doom 64, and that I decided was that was least, enough of playing it, it shooters on. Well, that was N64. at least like made for in 64. Quake and Hexen were like, I don't in know. In a manner of speaking. Who, who did the soundtrack of Quake 64? Nine Inch Fog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it works. No, no, no. It was Trent, it was Trent Reznor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, You're thinking of who did the soundtrack for Two Rock and also the visual effects. <laughs> Two Rock. And Buckbomb. Two Rock 2. Two Rock 2 Furious. Two Rock 2. Two Rock 2 Port of Ardia. Great song. That's so terrible. <laughs> Hamming it up, boy, with the jokes. Alright, N64. We're still talking uh, about Ultraman? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually we are. I forgot about the break. <laughs> I'm drifting through time right now. On Old Trend 64 Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, um, that's our that's our podcast. Resetrad. Uh, I think it's 14.99 if I'm not mistaken. Oh, even another reason it's to buy it. It's fairly cheap. Yeah, I might actually buy it. Yeah. Another another game that's coming out is one that I'd only heard the name of, but once I actually read about it, it's like this actually sounds really really cool. Mm. Is Sir, you are being hunted. Mm. Which is basically like a procedurally generated open world, meaning it's different every single time. And uh, you're basically cast into this like bleak English countryscape that's dotted <laughs> by little towns and cities where you can uh, scavenge for weapons and other items you need to stay alive. And you are being hunted at all times by killer robots who dress up in Victorian outfits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Is it? A, it looks kind of rad. So is it like an overhead, like sprite game, or is it no? 3D? It's, it's like a three D game. Oh, okay, it's very looks very dark and moody from mm. what I've seen. It was a Kickstarter project. Interesting. So there's a Kickstarter success story, I guess. That sounds like the, the kind of thing that'll be super interesting, and in that it'll probably kill you immediately the first twenty times, uh-huh. and <laughs> pros <laughs> will eventually rise. <laughs> Who can last longer than forty minutes? Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Speaking hey, of Kickstarter, well, we also have a Shadowrun Returns tomorrow. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we have it. it it'll be last week. Last time week, people right. listen. This is correct. Uh-huh. So we, we, sort of, we sort of danced over it in mm-hmm. the last uh, show, though, because uh, we thought it had been delayed, and it hadn't been. But uh, you, It you had wanna... been delayed. Had it? it was supposed to come out in early July, but now it's coming out. It's not a PC game July. without a delay. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it's another Kickstarter project where it was a successful Kickstarter story, and it's actually coming out... Uh, the 20 tomorrow <laughs> July 20 tomorrow uh, anyway yeah. it should be out by the time you listen to this I did I did watch a video of that and like it, it was the creators talking over it and one was like and this is Mitch Gittleman and I was like Mitch Gittleman Mitch Gittleman where do I know that name and then like I remembered we ragged on him in like our first anti-awards at Games Radar <laughs> talking about Shadowrun and just huh. like making some snide remark about like 
if you thought, you know, I want a Shadowrun console game and it should be a multiplayer-only shooter where you glide around with a fucking jetpack, your name is Mitch Gittleman and we hate you. And it's like, uh, I feel a little bad about that. <laughs> well, that game does suck total ass and deserves every ration <laughs> of shit it ever That's got. That's true. Man, That's we true. were really good back then. Mm. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm stunned you're using your 3DS as a coaster. Yeah, you know, I'm buying the XL tomorrow, so... <laughs> uh, so it's a Nintendo product. It can handle it. Um, Cloudberry Kingdom is also coming out. Mm. Which, Wii U. Wii it's U? a Wii U release. Oh, wow. Gentlemen. Glory be. Hey, hey, wait. Come on. Earthbound came out. Last what? Rim, I don't know if you've heard of this game, but uh, it's the it's the best... I was mm-hmm. going to try to slam it somehow. but well, the, yeah. the only controversy it's stirring up is that it's $2 more. Oh yeah, every people virtual are console game, and I, dick. which is no, like, I don't understand. Which is like, you know, this is hard. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you've asked for twelve, like fifteen years, and if you don't think Earthbound's worth ten dollars, I'm mm. sorry. It's two dollars. You paid more to, you paid almost three times that to download Super Mario Two for the fourth time. This will only take me sixty hours to beat. It's I no feel, worth it. I feel like we had this exact conversation. Mm. In last yeah, week's I mean, show. I know they set a precedent for sorry. one price, but it's like, look, PSN's been doing that forever. Like they, yeah. Final Fantasy VII costs more than a different PS2, PS1 game. never should have happened, and we're getting it. Hooray. Yeah, it's like there's all kinds of behind-the-scenes shenanigans that make things harder. Ninja Turtles came to Wii, and it was 600 points instead of 500. Why? There's too many. There's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. So I just can't imagine there's, being so, there's stuff that has to happen. You're, you're paying the licensing fee. Like is what it boils down and to. It's, and at the end of the day, it's like you paid $10 to finally make a light. Like for some people, uh, uh, an adolescent dream come true to be able to actually play it legitimately and show financial support for something you've wanted for so long. Um, is ten dollars okay? Like Absolutely this. not. When I see stuff like that now, I just want to track down every comment you made on the internet. If you said something positive about an annual sequel, that's sixty dollars. Like, <laughs> no sense. But Cloudberry Kingdom is a randomly generated uh, platformer yeah. in the vein of Super Meat Boy or oh, Kaizo yeah. Mario. Well, it mm. does look really <laughs> insane from what yes. I've seen. It also looks kind of like a Flash game. It does. It is not a pretty looking thing no, at all. No, it really isn't. Yeah, but, like, but it's that, weird because Nintendo is pushing it. They had like kiosks for it at E3 because it's on Wii U. You can download Wii U, but it is yeah. not a great looking thing. I did appreciate that the trailer for it is like... You know, cram four players onto the screen. Why not? It's already so crowded with other shit. Who cares? It is incredibly crowded with shit. Like, there's just, like, yeah. spinning spike spheres and lava flutes and just shit everywhere. Yeah. Well, like, like the, okay. the last scene is just, like, showing you a, a screen that the main character has to hop through that is just, like, little, literally every inch has something in it. Yeah. And the, well, the announcer just shrieks. And they keep trying to spin it as though, like, oh, no, it's it's easy, too, though. Like, there's easy levels. And it's like, I don't think that's totally true. I still think this is going to be way more challenging than the average Wii player who can't figure out how to make Metroid crouch. Hey. <laughs> I post one picture on Twitter. <laughs> Not fair. I just wanted to find out what he was going to become Arnold Schwarzenegger. Also, I'll, t- I'll try to keep an open mind about it, even though it looks like those GameStop commercials with the rabbit in them. Oh, God. That's a that's an incredibly apt comparison in the worst <laughs> way imaginable. Uh, all right. Uh, that's, that's about it for notable releases that our mm. audience will understand. Uh, for its worth, uh, Shantae did come out, I think, on, mm. the, on the Virtual oh. Console, which nice. was a way, for- way forward classic, but was mm. published by Capcom back in the day. Yep. Oh. Uh, but it is like, uh, and then that led to Risky's Revenge, uh, which was a DSiWare title, which mm-hmm. is also pretty cute. And they're also working on DuckTales Rebooster. Right. Yeah. I just, I can't believe how 
good that game looks. It's uh, it's very the pretty. Original Shantae. It's yeah. It's a Game Boy. It was a very late Game Boy Color game. I think oh yeah. oh one or oh two. Yeah, um, like really well animated. Yeah, it was Seriously, beautifully animated. Was... I mean, and that was actually uh, Boson, the main uh, mm-hmm. creative director at uh, at uh, director of Ducktales. At, yeah, I mean, he's like the way forward guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he uh, like that was one of his passion projects for years. And he was, we were just chatting one day, and he was like, "Yeah, that was a game like I spent years trying to get that game made, like years, five, six, seven years, and then finally when it actually happens, you're just so happy to actually this thing you've." totally created like he did so much of that almost one not one person but very very small number of people to make this very cute game that 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 uh, out now legitimately that's pretty cool hooray uh just a future note uh uh-huh. I, th- I don't know if i mentioned it before but there's a game called a hat in time it was a kickstarter game okay and it's very cool looking and it's got music by the guy that did the music for banjo kazooie and it's like grant a kirkhope pump. grant kirkhope the very same and it's Linda Ronstadt, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same kind of game where it's just like you know open world collecting. It kind of looks like a really nice N sixty four game, mm-hmm. and I think it actually just got greenlit for Wii U. So it's not nice. only coming out on PC; uh, it's also coming out on Wii U, which Neat. is very cool. Chris, are you playing three DS mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. No, I'm oh, filling okay. up my cigarette. Oh, all right, all right. I thought that was a, a game yes. case. I apologize. That's my EC Go, which you can buy. Uh, mm. <laughs> Blue Sig. <laughs> no, no. Have you Steven seen the, Dorf. Under teens, <laughs> get a fake ID the first. Steven Dorf commercials, man. It's so good. I smoke blues because it's right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's right for you. Shut your mouth. I tried that. Sh- none of that worked. I can talk shit about that equally here, right? What the fuck are you talking the about? Steven Dorf blue cigarette. I smoked for 20 years. Okay. Everybody hated me. Switch to the blue because it's the right thing to do. You see, it's vapor, so it's not smoke. That's the explanation. Yeah. It's vapor, so it's not smoke. And then there's like a shitload of white text beneath it. <laughs> like yeah. what? Vapor is smoke. <laughs> well, it's just What's like shots of him, black and white shots of him in a in a beach. It's, like impl- like... it's implying that it's all healthy. Nobody really knows. It's no. implying like you won't get in trouble and get smoking indoors. That's up to everybody else. That's yep. not you and blue. A lot of airlines of bandy cigarettes. Same with Trains, workplaces. Workplaces. Yeah. Hope it doesn't happen mm-hmm. to me. That about does it for new releases. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a little bit of news to talk about this week. First off, Stardock has announced that it's going to resurrect Star Control. Wow. Which, for an old, like, 90s PC nerd like me, is huge fucking news. That's crazy. I mean, man, how many years is that too late? 20? Roughly that, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of grog nerds tinkering with their <laughs> raspberry pies right now, like, yes, stroking their beards. Yeah, <laughs> definitely stroking their beards. <laughs> Actual medieval. Scratching their neck Wheel beard. of time beards. It's only going to launch on Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Linux <laughs> computer ahead of first. time. It's one of those things I played so much in shop class, I think it, it's blinded me to its... Quality is an actual game. The idea of playing that in school made it seem like the greatest thing in the universe. Hmm. I don't think I ever was able to play it at home. Wow. But I played it for at least two years in school. Almost every day. This is why you can't cut a board or weld anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But I can relay half-remembered facts about Star, Star Control. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2-2 two, two is like one of the greatest games ever made, mm. and... We can tell because the developer, Toys for Bob, went on to make uh, the very highly regarded Madagascar tie-in games. And Tony Hawk Ooh. Downhill Jam. And also uh, Skylanders. Mm. Oh, well. If so you can believe it. That's I, actually successful. I actually played one of the Madagascar games. Oh, yes. yes. They weren't bad. 
What? Yeah, they weren't great, no, but yeah. like for what they were, it's just collectathons. You're yeah. well, yeah. I mean, I remember stuff, like for yeah. PSM, I reviewed the Robots Robin Williams CG movie. Oh, oh. I'm a shitlord's candidate right there. Oh my god, more please. God, and some of the lines in that game, though, whenever you're you know just a throwaway lines, like come in here and recite five lines so we can have them every time you whack someone with a wrench. From whoever the voice actors were, and the, the, some of the like the, the vibe, of, the vibe of that game was like so. Just saying, like, oh, the robots are all built a certain way, and that's just who they are. And it's like, so you're like, I need to actually hear the dialogue, but it's something like, you can't change who you are. You'll never shine. And I'm just like, <laughs> whoa. Why don't you just give up? Yeah, and it's just like this mean, like, so instead of talking with this robot thug, you killed him, took his parts. Bought health upgrades and then insulted his ghost. Um, Voice acting talents oh. from Wobbin Williams. Wobbin Williams. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, it's just Dan Castlin. Yeah. Well, whoever was the main character of that game, <laughs> which Ro- is a Robin Dorn- Williams has seen an insomnia, which is a which, whose poster is <laughs> built on every animated project. <laughs> One hour photos. One hour Robin photos Williams as the genie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whose poster is adorning a red robin near you? <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, that um, game was similar to Madagascar. Also interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, but anyway, the, the point I wanted to make with that is full circle. <laughs> Star Control Two, yes. one of the greatest games ever, yes. is available for free oh. on the internet as the Urquan Masters. It's a 3DO hmm. version, like with full voice acting. Did I do that? Yeah, it, actually, <laughs> most of it is that. Yeah. <laughs> Timeless. Talk, talking to um, some spaffy or whatever the fuck. And they're like, Huffy Muffy Gubby denying you that. <laughs> and it's just like crammed bursting with 90s references and, then, uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog PSAs. It's basically like watching a YouTube poop. <laughs> my warp drive needs more cheese. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, slow. Urquan Masters is a wonderful game, and you should download it and play it immediately. Preferably with the strategy guide, so you don't spend just hours wandering around in deep space trying to figure out what the fuck it is you're supposed to do next and getting confused. Maybe, maybe it's a metaphor for life right there. Maybe <laughs> slam a chili dog while you're doing it, too. Maybe. maybe. Yes, or search. <laughs> hot chili dog, ice cold surge, and star control. I wonder, I wonder if like, ice cold chili dog, <laughs> raging hot. Surge. There's got to be like some crazed collector out there with like a giant stash of surge that I can yes, sell no, on they, eBay. Yes, they, they they definitely. I just discovered them recently. The surge, bring back surge group on Facebook. Gross. With, the, with the wide mouth can, so you can slam it. Yeah, hard. gross. You can slam it. You can jump couches on snowboards. Meanwhile, the Josta petition only has 20 measly signatures. Josta? Josta. Josta. The panther drink that had guarine in it way before that was a thing. (laughs) Guarine? Guarine? I can never remember that's an energy drink from my DNA. What the fuck is guarine? I I think it's guarana and taurine. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They're both, you know, just meaningless (laughs) energy drink additives. Yes. Yes. Electrolyte. Now with more Gorana. <laughs> and a disclaimer telling you what Gorana is. <laughs> it's not like, not like water from a toilet. Revulcanized t- truck tires. <laughs> That's what it is. Revulcanized. <laughs> yeah. That's illogical. Uh, also, <laughs> in an interesting turn of events, it uh, better be. Microsoft has said that the Xbox One mm-hmm. will be uh, platform accessible to indie developers. <laughs> and not only that, <laughs> but in an especially <laughs> exciting <laughs> bit of news for game journalists and freelance game journalists mm-hmm. in particular, 
They've said that rather than having debugs, they will be able to uh, set something from the home office mm-hmm. that just basically like recognizing this Xbox One will be able to play pre-release code. It's mm-hmm. like every PC thing I've well, ever and, had and to review. In I know, the last right? Five years. And they'll be able to um, you'll be able to make games with your Xbox One. Yes. apparently not uh, not right away. They're not saying when, but. Mm-hmm. But it's if you, if you want to be an indie developer on Xbox One and you want to self-publish, yeah. you can apparently do that. You when do I, have to buy the NetYaros edition Xbox when One. I was, <laughs> when I was on here being hated for defending the Xbox One, uh-huh. uh, that, was sort of, I, that, was, that was sort of the thing, something with like infinite internet connectivity offers you. Like mm-hmm. We didn't even see that coming. That's one of the benefits of being always on. Well, and well why does it have to be always on? For because that? they're not going to give you a, co- a game system that can play unapproved code mm-hmm. constantly ah. unless it's authenticating itself. Right. However, the trade-off here to being always on is that you can make games on it. That does seem like something you could easily opt in and out of. That's that's what you're doing with the authentication of being always online. Mm-hmm. You can Who knows? You could access groups and tools that you could access within some kind of game developer. I think that's crazy good news. Yeah. I mean, I think all the hidden picture games we can click yes. on. <laughs> yes, there'll, there'll be a little bit of that. This oh, is a new future um, for gaming. There'll be a little bit of that. There'll be, I would And imagine, it'll all be buried in Xbox Live's horrible it's, indie it's market come live, place. and it's just going to be a and bunch of, like, Attack on Titan games that get taken off immediately. Yeah, like, the, as long uh, as I can play more scapegoat, I'm fine. And the, the Ouya's <laughs> market dominance is going to be awfully short-lived. <laughs> this takes off. How is this going to push my OnLive off my shelf is the question I have. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, whatever. I think that's still exciting. Um, I, I think that's still exciting. I was. I, everybody kept coming up. What about the indie games on Xbox One that can't self-publish? Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't know what that... What do you, what do you think that means? Because I know what self-publishing is like and it's a lot of being turned down and nobody telling you what you did wrong and coming back to you so if it was somehow streamlining that streamlining that process on Microsoft's ends where they basically ask, act like you're a de facto publisher because they're taking a cut anyway that a publisher would and helping you with that process cool I don't, I don't know I don't know what the indie I don't know people presumed the Xbox indie stance was no and I'm like that's ridiculous why would a digital console not want games on it and I don't know. It's just and nice to see that. let indies go to X-Big. Uh, so I, it's like, yeah, like, I think that like uh, with 360, Microsoft was kind of notorious for putting all that stuff behind a curtain. We well, had to yeah. go to the indie it's, channel, did, and then yes. it was really hard to find anything. And I, I think they, Still kept, is. they, they kept doing that because they, they took a, I think they took a weirder cut on the indie games, and as a result of their low price, some of those games would be a dollar, yeah. so, which means Microsoft's cut would be much less, and then they so Microsoft didn't give a shit about promoting that's that's sort of what that came from. This game will sell 5,000 copies for $1. Who gives a shit? Let's move on to the big boys. That, I, so, I don't know. Hopefully, I just want to make, like, new games by amateurs made more visible. Yeah, that's a great thing. That's the PC gamer's domain. Uh, but you know what? Can't hook it up to my TV. Can't figure it out. <laughs> it's real hard. Can't figure it out. It's real hard. I, nope. I see Says this. the guy that set up the audio equipment for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I see this HDMI out port. Don't get it. <laughs> Don't blame me. Moving on. What is this? I'm not going to move my masturbation machine in the living room. <laughs> How do I shot web? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> Says the connect. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not a whole lot else has gone on in the last week, so um, let's move on to the community segment. Hey! Oh, hey. Could it be Duke Lombardi? You trying to keep me away from your stupid show? 
Well, you sound awful. Yeah. Have you been smoking e-cigarettes? I haven't (laughs) been in a public forum for quite a while. Have you tried the e-cigarettes, the blue ones? No. I heard Stephen Dorff likes them. (laughs) Also, how did you know... Do they come in ham flavors? Any meats? (laughs) Smoked meats? I want a pastrami-flavored cigarette. (laughs) How did you get the keys to Chris's house? (laughs) Landlord let me in. All you need is a hat that matches your shirt, and you'd be surprised how many people let you in the door. (laughs) I am here, of course, because you, Michael Reparis, okay, refuse to let me get my reviews out on the air. Well, they you banned me from talk about them. Yes, and they tend to be obscene. Did you hear what happened to that small children? Now you know why. (laughs) Tried to bring this magic to to the Podium Podcast. You once again cancel yourself. This character still works. Uh, <laughs> All right, so so let, we'll let you get this off your chest. Yes, what do you, I want to you... review Animal Crossing: The Newest Leaf. Okay. All right, let's hear it. The latest leaf. The latest leaf. <laughs> no game speaks to my modern lifestyle experience like Animal Crossing: The New Leaf. No longer forced to work at a stifling day job, I am free to roam shirtless through town. Collecting bugs and gigantic fish to keep in my pockets or my glass pants. Every day I visit an island that exists for no other purpose than to be subjugated and exploited by the night of my colonial industry. Its inhabitants, my slaves, forced to wait endlessly on my pleasure. My neighbors, ca- my neighbors are callow playthings that disgust me with the cries for more abuse. Every day I bleed my town dry for money to spend on needless public works projects that nobody appreciates or uses. Like that pyramid? Like that pyramid. <laughs> they needed something it's just to there worship. for monsters to throw. I put up a pyramid and a yield sign. <laughs> the town starved. <laughs> Even the local loan shark is afraid to set deadlines. I roam unchallenged as a marauding beast, free to create and destroy at a whim. The world bows to my every wish, and I piss down its throat. I am God amongst ants. I rule all. Animal Crossing New Leaf is pretty good. Uh, I can run around collecting fruit, and Tom Nook wears a sweater. <laughs> I haven't played for more than a few minutes, but it's sure to, <laughs> but it's sure to provide hours of fun for fans of the genre. <laughs> Paycheck, please. There you go. Paycheck, Beautiful. Please. You were paid in Pabst cans. I don't know if that works. Thank you. <laughs> Is the package a little smoky? He's heading your way. Thank you, Duke Lombardi. You insane uh, homeless person. Review games for Vienna sausages. (laughs) What else? No way. What else do you do? Excuse me. What? (laughs) What did you? What have you done for the last like eight years? Uh, Mostly review mobile games. (laughs) Is there a website we can go to to read these? Well, unfortunately, all reviewers can uh, only—they don't review in words, but in stars. Mm. And uh, you get paid by the star. (laughs) Where do I redeem these stars? Where do you redeem these stars? The uh, well, oddly enough, there's a new trade-in program with the Zoom App Store. Uh, that's who I've been working with lately. It's a non-stop lucrative career. Microsoft's very supportive of indie Angry Birds clones. Should I buy a Surface? Dude? Yeah, they, why wouldn't you buy a Surface? What are you gonna? Oh, the thing with the uh, the, the buttons on it. it would... Yeah. Oh, no, I thought you'd be in the Surface for like food and solitaire. <laughs> like, of course, you definitely need one of those. We're gonna put your drink. Are we done with the improv? Yeah, we're done. So I got checks to cash. <laughs> the time look. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping at some point he would say "fucking Animal Crossing." Uh, yeah. Hey, no, he's he gone left. now. He left. He left. Yep. Yep. It's too late. It's he's, too late. As, as mysteriously now. as he appeared, he's killed forever. <laughs> <laughs> Killing a character, um, I don't understand. We tried that, and we found out too late that he had sold his soul to Jesus. Mm. Or a fat stack. You know, who I really want to check in with is that solitaire salesman. Solitaire. Uh, I've never been better at that job. <laughs> <laughs> Needless thing you don't want, I got it for you. Let's cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so, question of the week. Uh, last week was... I've already forgotten it. Oh, what's what's your favorite game of the last seven months? Or of 2013 so far? I said last seven months because I didn't want people to say Grand Theft Auto V. Right. Which is what I would say, if that wasn't specified. Uh, the Street Pass... Uh, haunted Manor game. What oh, so good! It's so it great. Is. It's I've never seen anything perfectly utilize the platform it's on like that. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has released a lot of new wacky ding dongs and gadget wongs. Yeah, uh, and nothing, nothing has utilized it as well as I think whoever the whoever developed that game. Grass King, Street Pass. King Chun Soft. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking about that with Henry. Who I if you haven't played the Street Pass game to the Games you play as you pass people who also own 3DSs, and the more you know them, the big, the more selection of pieces you get. There's like, you could play that game if you're playing it super well for a really, really, really long time, yeah. and you can't do it without passing other people more than one. The more people you pass, the more options you have. I don't know, super, super fucking. It is cool. a lot of fun. Mm. It was uh, impossible at Comic Con to. Mm-hmm. Keep your mind off of it, just thinking, I need to clear it out right now. And now, yep. thanks to that, every Street Pass session is like 35 Yeah, and yes. that's, that's, that's why good. when I play uh, Warrior's Way or whatever the hell it's called, mm-hmm. uh, every guy I meet has like an 80,000 strong army. Yeah, there were people yeah. at Comic-Con who had broke 200,000. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. I, I, got it to, uh, I got it to like 80 or 90. If you, that's That may be the biggest example of skill-free game ever made, yeah. is that game. Because yeah. it's just like... Well, sort of. No, no, no. It's rock, paper, scissors, but it's also... If your number is bigger than the other guy's number, it doesn't fucking matter. A little like, bit. But, but no. it's it's still pretty fun. <laughs> but when it doesn't, yeah. like he's like, this, this person has 1.5 more troops than you, and if you can still beat him... Right. But I mean, it's it's that. generally you have 8,000 troops. This guy has 275,000 troops. There's nothing you can do but lose. A That's little bit. It. But you can also spot. This guy's going to throw out... Hmm. This guy's going to throw out scissors. I'm just going to lose. So he's going to... So I'm going to throw have out... More providence over your so loss. I will weak-ass my paper... And throw it out there. He'll basically waste a turn by using all his troops. I there's some, there's some stuff to that game. It's cool. All right. It's no. I, I can do without Flower Town and uh, Me Force. I think it's. Though. I think it's good. It just what? takes too long. Me Force owns. Me Force is great, except that it it ignores the purpose for which I play those games, which is to mash a button really quick and get through them rapidly without any thought whatsoever Ugh, because it's an actual game. It's a fucking little sweet bullet hell shooter that it gets is. better and better the I think, more I think me It is, which, be... is, which is great when I have time to sit and play a game, but when I'm at work and I just want to clear out my me stash, mm. then, uh, you know, I need then something don't I can pay $5 for it. <laughs> I can well, solve this problem. That's a stupid you should, solution. <laughs> you should review games. I can, <laughs> I can solve this problem for you. You don't pay for it. Uh, I got the I, box card. Fine, Don't I'll, buy pirate, this. I'll pirate it from Nintendo. Again, I yeah. think that game is great. No, it's great. I, I love. I love it. I can't t- say enough good things about that Street Pass game, whose name I don't know, but I played a ton of. But Me Force would be the same game if not on without the Street Pass functionality. Yeah. It's, it's still fun to see like yeah. your friends and they say some one liner like it's time. 
<laughs> it is time. It's me. It's me. <laughs> it is, but it's the social game aspect, man, that Haunted Manor game, super it's really, great. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Mm. So anyway, question of the week. Uh, what game do you think was the best of the last seven months? Skittable started the forum thread, so as is podcast tradition, he gets read first. Hey. <clears throat> it says, Tomb Raider was fantastic. Mm. I really liked the exploration the game allowed, and the combat was great. While the transformation Laura has from feeble British girl to I wish I brought my own pants, Huntress, or I wish I brought my brown pants, Huntress, was interesting to see. Though at sometimes it felt a little extreme how quickly she was changing, much like Jason Brody in Far Cry 3 going from millionaire jerkwad to psychotic nutbag within 30 minutes of gameplay. Truth. The climax wasn't too great either, but I feel that the game had such an excellent mid-game that it was able to redeem itself based on that aspect. Truth. Also, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon was so funny that I actually cried in the end due to the rapid-fire jokes being thrown at me. Still haven't played either of those. I've played the first, like, hour and a half of Blood Dragon. I love the soundtrack. I need to play more Blood Dragon. For me, it would have to be Bioshock Infinite, having never played the first two. Who is wow. that? Um, TranquilBez22. I was a little skeptical at first when um, when going into Infinite after reading the game's after reading Games Raider's review, but I was convinced enough to buy it. I also managed to get a good deal. $78? Oh, I'm in Australia. I loved every minute of the game, and I'm only halfway through it. The relationship between Booker and Elizabeth and how uh, how they remind me a lot of the movie Tangled, except more violent. Seriously, though, Bioshock Infinite is one of uh, my top... Uh, this is my favorite games of the year, and maybe of all time. Tangled was pretty good. Tangled's pretty good. I, I really <laughs> right. wanted to laugh at that comment. Right. That's Tangled's a takeaway. Tangled was cool. <laughs> Um, well, oh, it, it, I'm seeing a lot of Tomb Raider on here. Yeah. First comment from Super Draft said Tomb Raider. Um, Trogan charging says Tomb Raider. Uh, oh my God! Obviously a douche is. Uh, I guess Shin Megami Sensei Four question mark. It, it is out now. Yeah, yeah but it, you, this is you're supposed to give the answer of the week, not the question <laughs> of the week. <laughs> what is your question? The only, but he does say it's the only thing that hasn't let me down this year. Both Bioshock Infinite and Last of Us had uh, great stories, but the gameplay in both wasn't really up to par with what I was expecting. I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're expecting. Like, it just how well balanced it is with the story? And not to be too snarky, but hmm. I've never enjoyed the gameplay in Shimagami Tensei games. Really? Yeah, that whole, like, demon hybrid fusion thing has always sort of been like, I don't care about what phase of the moon it is. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's what I, I feel terrible for not having played. Uh, Bat, Batman Boy 11 also says Tomb Raider, but uh, those six says, uh, I'd have to say Fire Emblem Awakened. It was really good. It which, is very yeah. good. I keep hearing that. like Which was in our top five, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, if I I even bought a 3DS just for it. In my opinion, it's also uh, the best Fire Emblem game of them all. Be it the ability to reclass units or better uh, uh, suit ones. It is just this never-ending like treasure trove of content. Like every time, yeah. you're like even if you just stick to the main path, it's a big game. But then like all these reasons to keep branching off and mess with stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the whole marriage making kids thing. It's like there's so much. I played it for like 20 hours and. And still, like that's you know, yeah. shit consumed my life. Even An- after ankle I deep, it. as far as um, yeah, it's like well, I finish it and I have to go do all the spot pass missions that just yeah. opened up. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> um, Trinitron and um, and two fetuses in a sixty-nine. <laughs> uh, both say Animal Crossing New Leaf, which hey. is crazy. 
It's really good. Yeah, it's now, really now you all see. Uh, no, no, no. I, I was having a blast with it, and I said it today, and I love that I hate liking something that I say randomly, but like this game needs me a lot more than I need it. <laughs> like, nothing. These people yeah, nobody, depend on me. and like, I don't fucking does anything Depend in that on game. this game at uh, all. I, I, I was loving it, and I just, how long do we do this until something happens? <laughs> See, it's a problem. You're too goal-oriented, man. Not, I'm not. I'm not totally goal-oriented. It's just like, yeah, I go get bugs and I trade shit in. Your house looks really nice. <laughs> and you See, get that, money that's your and you trade the money for house. But you don't even do that. You just you chit chat with your neighbors. You enjoy. I it. love you it. Like, I love hey, it. I'm gonna rearrange these trees because like, they look nicer when I rearrange them. I love them the like Sims this. too, but it's like, man, there's chores I could do here. <laughs> I don't want to get house. too personal, but I'm looking at uh-huh. everybody's houses in this game, and I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and it's a little fucking window into your soul. And it's it like, how do you play this game? Oh, you play it. Oh, well, this guy, he feng shui everything. He has the correct set. I accumulate He's the most. He's trying to get the house fucking, like, bonus or whatever, the house association. It's like, okay. And then it's like, other people I see that play the game, they just basically treat their house as a fucking clearing space. Right. A dumping ground shit. for what you think is tro- our trophy. A pier, yes. a pier, exactly. It's a pier one import. It's yeah. a pier one import. Like you just dump your shit literally so yep. you can't yep. walk anywhere. It's just yeah. garbage. You what go what are these work. days? I want to walk into somebody's house that is like enormous, but then like all of their shit is just like five pieces of furniture arrayed in the original uh, outlay of like the very first like one room house you get. And it just never moved or added anything. Like, the rest so of the like house is completely empty. Sink. Just squatters. Yeah. <laughs> a lantern and dirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, my room, because I'm having trouble paying things off, I still have not hit the bell lottery or the, the turnip, turnip lottery. lottery. I have not won that yet. And it takes forever to do the Beatles thing, and I can't real- realistically do that every night. So I'm a little behind on on that. But my house, if you're judging my room, it's not a window into my soul yet because it's in construction. But I'm just saying, that's, that's the thing, I too. I, I've hit the window. Like, I don't have a full-built house yet. I'm just saying that, like, there's a certain point where I'm like, this is enough space. That's fine. And now I can focus on what I want to yeah. do, which is making this space look nice. Yeah. And I do that. I'm just like, this goes here. This right. goes here. This is like a little nook area where my TV is. And it's like, I just put this up, feels good. I just put up a... Uh, you play Last of Us on your TV? Yeah, mm. <laughs> a, a big uh, wind turbine on my beach. Nice. Really it makes electrical power. Wow, see, that's I didn't even know. A horse that. asked me to do it. I just oh. learned. I just, a horse. I just learned one thing. Like right tonight, before we were recording this, when I was playing, I had a piece of rotten fruit which I couldn't do anything with, and I dropped it on the ground. I went off, sold some stuff, came back. The piece of rotten fruit had ants swarming around it, oh, and I yes. was like, interesting. Catch. Whacked it with my net. Caught myself an ant. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I left a rotting pear there forever and looked just so like a perfect neat. one. I cut you them know, off sort of like that. Going over, like, if, yeah. if you go to retail uh-huh. and they have, like, the lights on outside, right. they'll sometimes yeah, be a moth, moth flitting around. Yeah. Did you know uh, certain trunks after you, stumps after you cut them have patterns on them? Really? Hmm. Uh, very rarely you'll see one that has a Triforce on it. Wow. Just leave that stump there. Will it wink. grow a Triforce <laughs> tree? It won't grow a Triforce, but... Uh, <laughs> It'll just grow a Link tree. That's actually where the golden... <laughs> Why was Link after it so hard? It yeah, that's broken. actually where the golden path is. I got a perfect Triforce. Come uh, to my town. <clears throat> Darth Orange, mm. going back to our answers. Uh, Darth Orange says, The Last of Us made me feel all of the feelings, and its story is second to none. That said, I have had more fun playing God of War Ascension mm. than any other game released this year so far. While the story was pretty much non-existent, they have nailed down the combat. 
That Power Stone style multiplayer is fantastic and puts it ahead of everything else for me personally. Wow. So I personally, I was thinking a lot about God of War Ascension today, mainly because that's like one of the games that I played kind of almost out of a sense of obligation and I'm kind of close to the end and every time I try to go back and play it, it's just like, why isn't this over? Why isn't this over? So I, I guess you know, as a God of War fan, I was kind of bored by that one. But it's great that you're 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 enjoying it. So, and I always feel that if there's one thing where the community shines, it's finding good multiplayer. Because for the most part, I don't think games reviewers have the time no, or ability not. to give you a good review on. Multiplayer. Yeah, and a, a yeah. lot of reviewers, myself included, often don't give much of a shit about multiplayer. So, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you're you're getting people who aren't very experienced in multiplayer who are playing and judging multiplayer. Like I didn't I didn't read many Mass Effect three reviews when it happens, but I don't recall the ones I read really spending any time with the multiplayer. Right. But then we played that multiplayer for a year. Yes, and yep. it is so good. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting lost in these comments. Mike Grimm, the girl with the dragon tattoo, also features the anal rape of the protagonist. Right up your alley. That's that guy's <laughs> That's game of the name? year. Uh, his name is <laughs> Random Word Combo. Oh, okay. So it may as well be. I'm not even sure the context of that is. Me neither. And I just love that this in all caps. It's called Dave and Buster's, not Doug and Buster's so called Wiki Paras. Do you have the sound effect to correct Very yourself? No. What? No. Kind of Riley sent a season this is. What kind of rinky-dink thing is this? That's what it is. <laughs> well, I know um, it's a current affair. Oh, yeah, I was flogged to death by a shirtless Bob Barbarians on horseback. It says, don't starve. <laughs> don't starve. Yeah, don't starve. The, ga- uh, the game's Tim Burton, like I said, it intrigued me. That and the fact that it made uh, made by the people who made Mark of the Ninja. Mm-hmm. I have to say, too, I just copped that on the Steam sale, Mark of the Ninja, mm-hmm. and that is... Fucking amazing! It is yeah, so good. Too. It is so good. Like, and <laughs> I am astonished with how good that game is. I was left wanting something a little extra for the Shank games. Um, I didn't even like the Shank games at mm-hmm. all. I, I can't say I that. Did finish, I did finish. I did finish the Ninja. I just don't remember much. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm really fucking enjoying it. I don't know what the deal is. Hey! It's, it's been a while. Jitters eighty eight says uh, I believe that Monster Hunter three should be the game of the year simply because not only does it uh, have a massive amount of content, but it requires you. To work hard towards everything you earn. Every time I defeat one of the monsters, I actually feel like I have accomplished something. Yeah, and I have not had that uh, feeling towards a game in a long, long time. Did anybody else say it last week? Uh, I don't know. Oh, was it you? It made have been me. <gasps> yes, it was you. Oh, well, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't here to answer, but I was going to say, <clears throat> like, no, no shilling involved. But like for <laughs> real, like I could complete Monster Hunter Convert. Have never bothered to look past the initial. Like Michael, I remember you and I. Like, you reviewed, I guess, Freedom, or probably Freedom. It was the very first one on PSP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Freedom, and I remember, like, me and you going on a couple of quests and just being completely baffled, and there's, like, the stereotype of a reviewer having to review a Monster Hunter game for the first time. You're just like, I don't, what? I don't get it. Yeah. How do you do this? And then after finally playing it with people in the office who know it, it's like, Chris, you can attest, it's like, no, every day at lunch we play for at least an hour, and then every day at 5 o'clock everyone gets up from their desk, Mm -hmm. walks to a room, and like eight of us play. It's got that Dark Dark Souls thing where everybody has a different story to tell, and every time you play with people... Would you say it's the Dark Souls of Monster Hunter? No, it's just it's just that like everybody's Dark Souls... Like when, when that game first came out, it was weird that everybody experienced the same game, but experienced it in different ways. And Monster Hunter is sort of the same way, except some of that is still... A lot of that is transferable into your game. You can do what? How did you know? Th- I'm 300 hours in and still learning things. People are mm-hmm. still... T- 
That blew my mind. That changes everything. Yeah, and then there's it's just you're all oh, you're always unlocking things, and then even even at like I'm crossing 200 hours now. It's like, hey, we just fought the Lucent Nagakuga mm-hmm. for the first time like a week ago. It's a it's already a pain in the ass monster. Now it turns invisible. <laughs> And it's horrible, and it shoots poison at you. Can I purchase this game on CapcomUnity.com? No. 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 You can go well, to... Well, <laughs> as long as we've got people kissing up to the Capcom employees... No, it's just I, uh, completely... Oh, awkward. What about DMC? Awkward Loser says, my game of the year is DMC. So good. <laughs> I loved Infinite and The Last of Us. I respected Tomb Raider's effort, but in reality, no game was more fun to me than DMC. That's why I love Awkward Loser. I love seeing it take the conch back from Bayonetta as the best fan paced high combo dumb fun action game I'm the type of gal who doesn't need to say Slumdog Millionaire is better than The Dark Knight, King's Speech is greater than Inception, or After Midnight better than Fast 6 at the end of the day I just want to have fun and enjoy myself over learning a lesson being moved and no game brought it like DMC I didn't want to plug it too hard but I did just want to send that uh, cry, anybody who didn't play that game for whatever reason all of that is over. Pick it up. Give it a shot. DMC. I can't imagine people not enjoying yeah. the game. Just get the fucking Dante white hair costume that you guys offered as DLC, or play through the game. You and unlock it. it when you beat the game. Yeah, that's like, a separate. It's a, the DLC is a separate thing. I've been raised in a freemium world, man. I'm used to. <laughs> I'm used to no, you have Instant convenience. <laughs> older than I am. What are you talking about? I'm only twelve. <laughs> um, the the most interesting answer goes to Slider sixty four, who says Earthbound. It's my first time playing it. Great experience. Uh, but if I had to pick a game that actually came out this year, I would have to. I, I've had a lot of fun spending fifty plus hours to get one hundred percent in Lego City Undercover. Wow! In which he picks over he or she picks over Last of Us. Lego City. We exclusive. We climbing the charts here at Video Game Apocalypse. <laughs> nice. Uh, my roommate is actually, I would say at this point, spent more time playing the Last of Us multiplayer than he has spent playing the single player. And yeah. he beat the game. I actually, having just said, I don't care about multiplayer, I really liked Last of Us as I don't even know what it's like. It is interesting. It's What do you do? You shoot dudes. You yeah. shoot dudes, but you shoot dudes in the context of Last of Us. So your yeah. gun has like seven Four bullets, bullets and, and hmm. you get beat to death by like two by fours wrapped in barbed wire yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't squat up, you get murked instantly. So, yes. It's kind of interesting. You collect salvage and stuff, the and there's this whole meta. Factions? It's factions, but there's like this whole meta game where, as you play it, like even mm. if you fail, you're collecting stuff for your collective mm. of dudes because you pick uh, fireflies mm. or you know fascist pigs if you're a dickhead, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, and you sort of like I don't know. That's a weird. It's good. It's good. Neat. Yeah. To be fair, fair, fair disclosure though, my roommate's the same guy that played Duke Nukem Forever's multiplayer. Lots. For four to five months. Wow, that oh was completely God. worthless. <laughs> uh, Dokkan, or Doc Khan says, Doc. Your list almost mirrored mine. Animal Crossing, however, would likely be number six, and number five would be Luigi's Mansion Dark oh, Moon. Oh, so good. In general, this seems to be the year that the 3DS is truly kicking ass. It's yeah. also the year of Luigi. It is. It is. It is. So Number 3DS is nuts. Yeah, three, 3DS has turned into an amazing system. Like year. having what, yeah, there's like, all this dick waving on the on home consoles, and it's like, no, nah, everybody, yeah, 3DS is the one yeah. you want. I mean, yeah. I like just really downloaded good. Gunman Clive and like been playing all digitally with Animal Crossing, Monster Hunter. All the Mega Man games are on Vert. Like, so many things are just that I'm just like, I'll exit out, tap, go to the next one, exit out, tap, Let's go to the next one. Let's not forget Attack of the Friday Monsters of Tokyo, too. But you guys, you guys will like this next what? segment. He tickles mm-hmm. your balls a little bit. In that, uh, numbers four through one 
were in the same order as yours once Animal Crossing was removed. DMC was pretty Woo. fun, too, which means a lot coming from me since that type of game usually fails to interest me at all. No. I really do love that game. It's a ton of fun. It's it is so quite fun. Good. I beat it yeah. three times. I, I finished it twice and was like really addicted to that. I'd mm-hmm. see what you or Greg yeah. scored on the leaderboards, and I'm like, you asshole. No yeah. way. Not on my watch. And it was great restarting the game that many times. Just like, no, I dropped him. Yeah. I didn't get hit once, but I dropped the enemy. Yeah. Starting <laughs> over. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, it's, it's easy for some people to let it go, but I'm e- very easy to let go of like a cannon. Huge Castlevania fan, but when Lords of Shadow showed up, I'm like, this is a good game, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And DMC, I was like, look, I like old Dante too. I understand why people got upset, but this is a good game. I'm not going to deny myself playing a fun game because I liked Simon Belmont. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, and, and I will say honestly that the, uh, I forget the guy's name, but the news boss. Bob Barbus. Bob, Bob Barbus. Barbus. That's Battle one of my yeah. fucking great. all-time favorite gaming yeah. moments. That, is that, that looks, boss fight. That boss fight is fucking amazing. It looks amazing. It's the the, the idea is amazing. The it's, comedy's sharp. Yes, I love the entire good. the entire. I just love also like I'm a big thing like like El Shaddai or Deus Ex. I mean Deus Ex was all yellow, but like things with color. And I know that's a running gag with this generation. Oh, it's brown. It's saturated. Whatever. But it's more like. DMC, when you get... It's so colorful already, but that whole nightclub area where, like, the wall... Like, everything is pulsing yeah. and alive, and then that yeah. boss is the fetus that comes alive, and it's this crazy yeah. music playing in the background with this, like, fetus hanging out of a woman's torso, and you're just like, what am I doing? It's yeah. just so nuts, and it's like, this is the spirit of what was going on, only instead of crazy anime, it's crazy western, mm-hmm. like, gross monster. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's the same idea, just twisted, and that that's why I appreciated what it was doing. Yeah. Plus, it just looked so crazy, it still had that, like, this is a boss fight that I'm actually enjoying, because this is pure skill. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. It's a cool game, and it's on sale on Steam constantly, so you should just buy that version, because you're going to get there, you're... Precious 60 FPS, which That's true. which looks gorgeous. So it is the best looking version of a great looking game. It's mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. super smooth. It's Ninja super... Theory is good people. It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read one more from 510 Brother Panda because hey. this is one that I considered for the list. Uh, mm-hmm. Guacamelee. Huh. It's huh? the best Metroid style thing I've played in a while. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I downloaded to the Vita I got last month slash June. All the little video game references are a really nice touch, and the luchador combat mechanics are pretty sweet. There was a DLC challenge level that just dropped yesterday, July 23rd, I think, that involves you going to El Infierno and helping the devil out, so I should get back to it right away. I, I was going to like, that game looks so intriguing, I was going to ask you about it. It's really fucking yeah. good. Mm. Guacamelee? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. My Vita's you just need there. to play it. It's so fucking. It's PSN good. and Vita, or just Vita? yeah. Uh, it's well, both it's PSN, and if you buy it, it's it's a cross buy. Got thing, it. So you yeah, get it for both. both. I liked it. Yeah, mm. I played it. I liked it. I like smashing the Chuzo statues and getting the the old Goat Man angry at me. Yes. <laughs> so you have the Goat Man goatee reference. You've got the Chuzo statues, Metroid reference. There's all kinds of meme shit locked up in it. What I like the most yeah. is the co-op, where Lots it's of like, like weird, like Mega Man posters, but like if Mega Man was a luchador, yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, it's very fun. Uh, it didn't really grab me by the nuts, but I enjoyed it. It's a very solid quality game. I, I'm pretty sure this was last year. I'm getting kind of confused at this point, but Dust was last year, right? 
Yeah, uh, the beta came out last year. I think it officially no, no, released no, the this Elysian Tale. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Dust Five Fourteen. Nobody's talking. Never. You're right. Nobody is. That's uh, why I was kind of surprised. But uh, yeah, Dust and Elysian year, Tale though. was last year. I'm pretty. Yeah, I was like, it's, the, it's like part of the summer of arcade last yeah, year. Was it? Was, God, it's yeah, was it? It's been that yeah. long. Uh, I absolutely love Dust. It also was in the Steam sale. So yeah, it's good I, I picked it up again. Uh, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. The gameplay is super fun. If you want a Metroid style game that has like mm. uh, almost like Muramasa or like a two D DMC style mm. gameplay, it's it's super fun. And the only thing I didn't like about it is I I'm kind I, of I, anal with Metroid I, Mania I, I games. Won't, I won't hear it. In that uh, I I like the space to be clearly defined. Mm-hmm. Like with Metroid, it has the exact shape of the room right. on the map. Yeah, you I know mean, the, you've explored yeah, every yeah, yeah. corner, and whereas like this is just like. It just shows up on the map as a, a room, box. but yeah. yeah, but they're like these enormous multi-tiered levels that are filled yeah. with secrets. So it's like I can't tell if I fully explored this. Yeah, or not. it t- yeah, it takes me. It took me a while to be like, wait, how does this map work? Because this doesn't seem very helpful. And I agree, it's not as nice as something like Symphony of the Night or, or you know, any given Metroid. But it, it is uh, that that is something I did notice too playing. But it's like that's like the one criticism I have. Yeah, it's yeah. If has everybody played Ducktales yet? Uh, most what? of us. That's, have. My That's my vote for huh? the last seven months. What? What's a, a Ducktail? Come on, come on! No one's playing this ever. Like, hey like, Arnold, is this like a game <laughs> with tails of a duck? Like yes. one duck that has several tails? Scientifically accurate Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't say that. What's hmm. What's next? New question of the week: uh, What would your ideal kaiju game be? If If you could just take any fucking giant monster turn it into uh, a game what what would the setting be what would the uh, gameplay be like would you be fighting the monster would you be the monster fighting something else uh, for my part I'd just really like to see a Godzilla game sort of like the Dreamcast Godzilla Generations where you are just a monster that is smashing shit there's no other monsters to fight it's just landscape and humans and uh, trying to survive for as long as possible. Did that come out in Japan at all? It did come out in Japan. And I I considered it for this one, but every single gameplay uh, video that I saw was like, it uses the cinematic camera where it's just kind of like panning around and it's totally useless. It's just to show off Godzilla dramatic angles, but from a gameplay standpoint, it's terrible. in 98, 99 was like, wow, look. That yeah. And now it looks like a GTA where you can't possibly maneuver your car, but it looks super sweet. Yeah, exactly, exactly that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for Godzilla, for <laughs> uh, I'd like I want a Gamera game, and I somebody's probably already working on it. But Attack on Titan, which is like the 19th show we brought yeah. it up on. Um, but here's how I want it. All right, uh, two Wii remotes. Doggy style. Two, two Wii remotes. Two Wii remotes <laughs> to whip out that. Yes, yes, you heard me. Two. It could be a move game. Yes. Oh, yes. It has to be a move game with two <laughs> ones. You whip out two things, whatever you call that uh, grapple hook coming uh, out both your hips, and yeah. then you pull out both swords. I will not accept buttons in lieu of move or Wii <laughs> remotes. I want two Wii U game pads. <laughs> I, need, I, need I just, I just want... That's games. after I sheathe my Wii remotes. I will pull out the uh, game pads. As uh, you're one of six people to fit Sony with the move game this year, so <laughs> you've got a good chance. And I need to gesture at a connect to be like the trees that my wires yes. are going uh-huh. into. I want okay. to use a Wii remote to shame a connect. Those, those wires attached to the clouds, clearly. So Yeah, that's, I'm only three episodes in, and I'm like, I don't think this is really very effective. Mm. 
<laughs> does like, never question Spider-Man. Yeah. But yep, I, I do like my the, exact counter. Like, I, I but, but the difference the is Spider-Man is not being murdered at the end of every episode. Like we just yeah. can't fight. Maybe you should pick a different weapon. Spider-Man's <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's clearly effective in a city. Like no, I got it. Occasionally, yeah. Sometimes off-panel, I'm swinging on a cloud. Whatever. Every other time, I'm I'm beating the shit out of people because mm-hmm. I'm super strong. Well, it's like I'm a person. How did two hundred thousand of you die? How did you run away? Can't yeah. you three D your ass out of there? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, being more, much more maneuverable than it somehow makes monsters. me be murdered. Yeah. I don't know who had that that avatar in the forums. It was either in uh, Video Game Apocalypse or Cape Crisis, but I'd never seen a Deadpool swinging around with Spider Man's powers. Mm. Deadpool, I love your costume. What's your sign? <laughs> I don't know, cancer, I guess. And, <laughs> you know, Deadpool. That's funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, the, does anybody? Did anybody ever watch Bubblegum Crisis? The anime. I was uh, only only thought of that the other day because that was my only knowledge of what anime was for a very huh. long time. Well, the it just occurred to me, Attack on Titan is kind of like the scenes in Bubblegum Crisis where like one of the Terminator like boomers would just start running amok, and then mm-hmm. the AD police would show up, and they just get like mowed down. And yet, despite the fact that none of their weapons seem to work on these killer robots, that's what they always use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just, that, that's yeah. what watching Attack on yeah, Titan is Titan, like. Titan, the thing where I'm like, I get it for the sake of the world. I'm like, I'm bought in. I don't care. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No. But I'm also just like, how many consecutive decades have you been using this ineffective technology? Normally, war breeds. Well, the war machine moves things more than any other force in our society or humanity. Period. War only breeds bigger weapons. How did you settle on this thing that's getting you they killed? Do, well, in their defense, I guess maybe they do say in the beginning we've been dormant for a long time. And yeah, they, they've had like a hundred years of no war. Yeah. I, I guess they have the walls kind of stuff. Bubblegum crisis. That's <laughs> what my parents called it when I dropped that gum in my kid brother's hair. <laughs> 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 <It's so laughs> Classic. Uh, Bubble- grim. The only thing I remember Bubblegum Crisis is when all the VHSs were lined up, it was supposed to spell out Bubblegum Crisis. Oh, wow. But no VHS store ever had all of them. So and nobody just, could afford to collect them Of course them not. So it was all just bubble, 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 go, 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 bubble, bubble. Can you imagine the the shelf that could hold that many VHS tapes? I don't think even God could lift it. <laughs> and God made it, so... <laughs> I don't even think God could stock it. There's your answer. Yes, God exists. <laughs> Thank you, Bubble Take Gum. that, slash atheism. Our atheism. <laughs> Mike Grimm, what's your ideal giant monster? <laughs> um, so I mentioned it last week as well, but um, I really love the concept behind uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters, which is a 3DS game. The idea that you're not in any way really involved with the monsters that are fighting. You're just kind of a third party that has to exist in a world where that happens. Yeah. <laughs> because that, to me, is way more interesting <laughs> than two like wrestlers smashing their dicks together. It's like... Fuck me! Like I have to deal with this shit. Like I gotta get to work and shit. And these guys are like they crush the bard again, and yeah. it's just really awkward. But I mean, I like the idea of maybe a Last of Us or a sort of survivalish game where it's like mm. a similar kind of intro thing where it's like this shit starts happening, everyone's freaking out, and it's like you're trying to call like your grandma or your dad or your aunt or your uncle or whatever. And it's like what the fuck do I even do? Like Did how you bring can your you- umbrella with spikes on it? <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of sort of some sort of survival game based in this world where like the infrastructures collapse because so a you big want- fat monster fell on the power lines. <laughs> <laughs> so you want a Cloverfield game, is what you're saying? Uh, let's not <laughs> let's not say that. I want to distance myself from Cloverfield as much as possible. Um, but when does Godzilla come out? Next year, next it, May, I think. Seems like 
It's been happening for so long, there has to be a game involved somehow. I'm sure some there's way. some yeah. game. I, I mean, I, the reason I bring that up is because the starting of The Last of Us, which everyone loves and is mm-hmm. very good, just the whole idea where she was trying to call people and like all you got was just this dead tone and there was this cell mm-hmm. phone with a bunch of unanswered messages on it. And that was just the weirdest, creepiest feeling where it was just like, you can't talk to anyone anymore. Like, you can't connect with anyone. It's like, you're all I fucking isolated. And it was like, God, that's so realistic. It's, I don't know. Something about that really resonated with me, and it's like that's a good little thing to hold on to. I think yeah, sort of yeah it kind of echoes like like I mentioned earlier the idea of like you need to either be a force tasked with stopping Godzilla, and every level is a new Godzilla kaiju, mm-hmm. where it's like level one is Megalon, level two is Gigan, level three is well, it's not Gokidor yet, but <laughs> you you move up, and then finally the last boss is Godzilla, and that adds the reverence to these characters, and they're all super huge, and you have to allocate these resources, and you got to pull out the giant mirror laser things that seem to shoot at them and do nothing. Uh, <laughs> right. But it's all about managing resources, and like when you finally topple one, it's that Monster Hunter kind of feeling of like I Jesus Christ that took an hour. Yeah, and you but mm. it really feels like, and you know, and the. I mean, you're, you're not. The thing is, you're not going after them. You're just trying to like repel them. Mm. So it's like if you can repel them, that's fine. That's one level of victory. But it's a very sad one because you didn't kill them, and they could maybe show up later in the game in a weakened state. And now you've got two monsters on the field, and that's a pain in the ass. But if you can actually lay on the hurt and get them dead, then that's fine. And then you could maybe you could to carve them and make weapons out of them. <laughs> uh, so basically, I like playing monster. Hunter. But no, it, it, something along those lines that gives reverence to those monsters, doesn't cheapen them with suplexes and stuff, which is still fine when that's the game's point, because mm-hmm. uh, Melee was a ton of fun. Yeah, I still but, like, you know, being able to pick up King yeah. Getter and throw him into the RCA building. Yes, so, like, that stuff is really fun. <laughs> but then... Uh, I, His be- master's voice. <laughs> but because I grew up with such a such of a, like, looking up to these... The, the design of those characters is so strong, I'm like, I would like to see... A little kid look at them with like the seriousness and awe that I did when I was ten, and the only way I think, I think most adults now when they're like, "Oh, what's a Godzilla movie I should watch?" Don't just don't watch them <laughs> because I, I think if there's a certain age that you don't see them, I don't know how you would find the appreciation in them. Watch Gojira. Gojira is like the closest thing, and it's like you have to understand what's going on to see mm-hmm. why that's so important. But it is a good film separately. Yeah. After that, it's like. I actually think the second one, which came over to the U.S., is Gigantus the Fire Monster, because oh. what's branding? Uh, <laughs> but Godzilla Raids Again uh, is also still kind of good, which is, in fact, the first kaiju movie. Really? It's Godzilla and Angiris fighting. Oh, okay. 1955, I think, something like that. Wow. So the very next year, it was down to like, yeah. well, let's let's go leave behind the existential horror and now have just a giant, ro- well, it was such giant a, monster wrestling It was match. such a success. They were like, well, what do we do? We should make another one. And what should they do? Fight another But it's, it is still pretty decent because it's also, they don't paint Godzilla as a hero yet. And But whatever. Uh, that Either that or I forgot what my other example was for a, kind of a monster game. Cart, cart Racer. Cart Racer. <laughs> uh, puzzle Game. Match 3. <laughs> uh, collect Dino Eggs. Godzilla Party. <laughs> Godzilla Party. <laughs> party Z. <laughs> Godzilla Party Babies. Oh, God. Final, final Party. Final Party. <laughs> Crystal Chronicles. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what my other one was. Uh. <laughs> something about what you were saying. Oh, uh, if you could have some kind of like survival thing where like it's it's like a post post monster movie thing where you're in skyscrapers that have giant holes in them yeah. and like huge carcasses of beasts are left around and it's like 
this big fight's already happened, but occasionally you see some mid-tier ones kind of still roaming, and then you'll see like F-22s fly over. And but mm-hmm. it's all about scavenging, surviving. The real the real monster is man. Mm-hmm. But all along, you get to see that f- sense of scale and this feeling of I can't never actually stop these things, right. and they're yeah. just in the world and. It doesn't lead to some game world-breaking thing where you get caught up in the movement to finally put these monsters back in the earth. Like, no, it's all about well, how do you solve your life with this shit. I kind of like the flip side of that too. Just the idea of where you're playing as the actual monsters, but the idea that you—it's not a survival thing, but it's like the Ultraman thing, where it's like it's toxic for me to exist here. Like yeah. it's very difficult, and I kind of have to like I have this much energy to do like a sweet like laser blast with yeah. this kind of thing and it's like so I can only blow up as many buildings as are necessary <laughs> like somehow stymieing the infinite power of a giant kaiju well, then you go like, like Godzilla yeah. 1985 and he just goes and finds a nuclear reactor pulls it out of the earth and then like holds it and his back lights up and he's fine <laughs> as you do I do as love you. that movie man it's so good <laughs> Godzilla is a battery powered toy he is uh, that's the one after they took a break and they came back and he's bad again. Or rather more of a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Or as Raymond Burr puts it, like a whirlwind or a hurricane or a Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving stuff. And, uh, still makes me cry every time he falls in that volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. It's the most heartbreaking shriek out of Godzilla's mouth. I, in fact, don't even want to talk about it anymore. Wow. It's just too... It's so mean. It's like, what? He, so what if he killed like six million people? Shut up. <laughs> this is a magical treasure from the earth that we created. Can we find a way to... No, put it in the volcano. Yeah. Put him in there. It's like yeah. that got milk head. Raymond Burr. <laughs> For what it's worth, though. <laughs> what? Yeah. Burr. Excuse me? I'm Raymond Burr and my bones are growing. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, the Japanese prime minister in that movie does also cry when Godzilla falls in. It's a very very moving movie for a seven-year-old to see. Because at the time, I thought Godzilla was real, and I thought that movie was him actually dying. And that's why it scarred me for life. That was your Bambi. It really was. Eh. Fun fact, that movie opens with an animated short, Godzilla Meets Bambi. No, no shit. It really? It's just a foot smashing it. That's where that came from? Yep. No, it wow. doesn't open the movie with it. It's on the beginning of the VHS tape. I, no. No. Yes. I know where that animated film came from, goddammit. It's right. on, way after the movie. It's on the VHS release. I know that's the definitive version. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue. There's two monsters I, fighting I, each other. I'm right saying, like, I owned it, and it the was the... film, Big Hit Animation Festivals, way after Godzilla came out. Well, then they bought the rights to it and yeah, put it on, put on the, the, VHS. the VHS. By the time I was watching it in like after 80... it had made all its money off of Hardware Wars. <laughs> yeah. By the time I was watching it in like eighty seven or eighty eight, that that was that's, on it. That's weird to know. But no. All right. So <laughs> yes, I'll go get the tape. We question, can settle that pretty quick. Question of the week: What's your ideal kaiju game? Answer us at vidgamepocalypse.com in the in the comments for the article for. Episode 26, or go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and answer us in Laser Time show discussion. So that's our show. Uh, we're going to take some time for some quick plugs. You can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and you can follow me at Wikiparas. So somebody else go. Cantista, lasertimepodcast.com, where we talked about giant monsters first. That's true. In between not posting an episode. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. All right. Just lord it over me. Go for it. Yeah, you were there, though. I was there. I there. was part of that episode. We talk a lot about the original Godzilla film, which yes, I, I which still we had just seen watched the, like the night before. Yeah, I might do that tonight. Mm, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Pseudo Bread, uh, Tumblr <coughs> uh, Vice Principals, spelt as the belief, not the guy that runs your school. Wikia dot com. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for plugging Wikia. They really need that. Yeah, you know. They did. <laughs> Gaming.wikia.com. That's where we post our blogs in pseudo-editorial. <clears throat> Your other Twitter handle. <laughs> pseudo-editorial. Pseudo-editorial. That's actually my lifestyle. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to plug on this show. BGM Brelston. Is the, Brelston. That's, just follow that. That's fine. Okay. Capcom enough. things. Capcom <laughs> onity. Yeah. Onions. Onions. Capcom mm. onions. Capcom onion night. Sad songs are nature's onions. It's like horse apples. <laughs> Capcom <laughs> onions. Capcom onions. Follow DuckTales. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, yeah, the only thing is today is buy DuckTales Remastered when it comes out next yeah. month on everything. Go to mm. CapcomUnits.com. Not everything. It's out eventually on everything. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Most what about ev- Linux? Most everything. What about iPhone? It's Almost Linux. everything. What the fuck would you want to play what a about game on an iPhone? <laughs> Hey, look, I, I will personally fund the port to Gamecom. What about Atari 2600? Done. Let's do it. Awesome! Whatever it takes. We just need that sound sample of Chris saying, wait, Why wait. the fuck to play a game on an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> what about NES? Uh, there it is, one. <laughs> Damn it. Here we go. I've got good news on that front. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening. See you next week. My wife's pregnant. <laughs> Exercising the seggles. You gotta squeeze that back. dick. <laughs> Sergeant, squeeze that dick. <laughs> All of the subtlety gone. Like.